Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast, man. You're here with your boy, Ari Starks and Brother Loso. But we are going to start this show, no song today, but we are going to start this with a moment of silence for one of Battle Rap's legends, Pat Stay, man. Rest in peace. Blessed to you and your family, man. Let's get that moment of silence. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and um, let's get ready to start the show, man. Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast, man. This your boy, Ari Starks. Man, what's going on, Loso? What's shaking, man? What's shaking? I'm just, you know, I'm, um, first of all, big news. We got a Facebook group. Y'all go ahead and go find uh, the Get Your Bars Off Network, the group on Facebook. Come one, come all. Keep the clownery at the door. That's all we ask. Yeah, man. Most definitely. Sorry, man. I got the munchies like a motherfucker, bro. Sound like the nigga from How High. I got the munchies like a motherfucker. Sorry, but yeah, dog. So, Labor Day weekend itself has been up and down. Um, To kind of start off with waking up to, you know what I'm saying, the news of Pat Stay. You know what I'm saying passing away, man, was very, very tough on yes, the hip hop community and especially the battle rap community. I mean, Pat Stay is a dude we've been watching for over a decade now, you know what I'm saying, showing his dominance and KOTD being their main guy over there and then taking that jump that most, you know what I'm saying, were iffy on doing or, or, or were sketchy that it could be done and was to see if he could be able to succeed on the URL stage. And he showed that he can do just that. And not on just that stage, on RBE stages also too. You know what I'm saying? This dude was way, he, he was a guy who definitely shot down all the whole over masculinity that's in battle rap. You know what I'm saying? Just wanted he was to kind show. of like an enigma of sorts. Exactly, bro. From the compliment battles to just the way he would dress in the super fly outfits and such like that. So many things just to, you know what I'm saying, throw people off to not really put them in a box, which you really could never do with a style. Mm-hmm. Um, he could rap with you. He could be funny with you. He could talk to you. Like all of that stuff he always brought to the game, man. And it's, it sucks to see a, a energy like that be taken away from us, man. It, it's, it's just, it, it sucks so much, man. I got to say that. But I'm happy that he still has a great impact that he has on the game. That was definitely be able to test, stand the test of time for sure. Seeing all the uh, clips and stories and pictures of um, everybody in the culture that has shared a moment, shared a conversation, a battle, a picture, to see that all through social media was beautiful. Beautiful. The battle rap culture for lack of a better term, doesn't really have uh aura of positivity sometimes. And I feel like yesterday, in a moment of sadness, everyone kind of showed their ass as far as uh positivity. Yeah, it definitely did, man. Because like I said, this was a dude that, whatever, even if you had any little slights about him, 
oh, he's from Canada. He ain't going to be able to last over there. He really came over. Oh, he just proved that right away. And it's like he made you become a fan after you've seen him. Like that performance he had in London versus Tayrock. Amazing. Shug. Shug, Arsenal, Danny, like. DNA in Jersey. DNA, math, like so many joints, bro. Like so many joints in history. Sharon, that one was mm. crazy. Like so many crazy battles, man. Definitely legendary battles in the history of battle rap, especially over at KOTD to help their brand and such, man. Like dude definitely was one of those ones that he was top tier for sure. He embodied all of that. You know what I'm saying? No matter where he went, he moved like it. He moved just like it. You know what I'm saying? That's why he was the champ for so long. He was a professional. Like, and I knew he was a professional when, do you remember when he battled Daylight? When Daylight went for the chain and the, the oh, Jesus. all the bullshit Daylight was up there doing? Pat never, his focus, he never even freestyled about the shit. Mm -hmm. He was professional as ever, battling Daylight the whole time maintaining his composure like the guy was a professional you know what i mean and and what i hear you know what i'm saying like just how what what how what happened happened it's sad that he had a goal like that you know what i'm saying like yeah, man. love it really sucks man but like i said man as long as people are you know what I'm saying continue to keep his memory alive you know what i'm saying those battles that he had are always is so much great replay value with them so mm -hmm. like I said, in the test of time, and it's just it's a it's a big blow to Canadian battle rap. You know, what I'm saying battle rap as a whole, man, and hip hop in general, because he was a great MC. Organic, gotta be gutted. I know, man. I know. That what homeboy, homeboy, um, Hollahan. Yeah. he, he, he took a lot of people. He did him nasty. He, he touched a lot of people, man. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, once again, dog, rest, to, rest in peace to Pat Stay. Blessings to his family. And shout out to the battle rap community, man. Like, standing strong with this one, man. It's, it's a tough blow to us, man. As we took and uh, taking others, we will definitely stand strong through this joint, man. It's, all, it's up to us to keep that, memory, that man's memory alive, for sure, for sure, man. Absolutely. We got to keep our legend's memory alive. So shout out to, you know what I'm saying? To the people, you know what I'm saying, that's doing that. And man, let's uh let's move on from there, man. Um, we got you wanna do all out or you wanna do clash? Sure, man. Let's well, I said let's talk about go like there was a lot of things that happened this weekend. So uh, as a whole, we had this whole Labor Day wrestling weekend, which was a very good blessing, you know what I'm saying? Really dope. Um I mean, we had, like I said, WWE Clash at the Castle on Saturday, uh, and that started at 1 p.m., which I'm cool with, but it took me a surprise. thought I was going to be at 8, but obviously time. All <laughs> uh, right. So from there, then we go to on to um, Sunday at 4 p.m., we had Worlds Collide, NXT UK, and NXT. Uh, and then we had All Out at starting at 7 with um the um pre-show going on but this is a lot of wrestling this weekend bro a lot like wow. sunday dudes pretty much put in uh a work shift work worth of wrestling first sunday last sunday before football i mean they took full advantage they took full advantage it's all turned up in the morning 
Yeah. But man, um, first thing first, what was one of your what was your favorite event of the weekend? For by default, because I watched it in its entirety, Clash. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not able to catch all of Worlds Collide and All Out. Um, but I was able to watch the replay for Clash. I liked, I loved it. Uh, there's a couple match of the years in there. It's a couple. It's a couple. Yeah, it's definitely a couple, man. Um, I agree with you on that sentiment, man. That that car felt so smooth from top to bottom. Not too many matches on there, but enough storylines and stuff in there to keep you intrigued of, for ending storylines and stuff that go to the future. A lot of progression. A lot of progression, a lot of, you know what I'm saying, finality, you know what I'm saying, if anything. Um, what was some of your favorite matches of the weekend? Before we get into in-depth with some of these things. Uh, number one, Gunther Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's dream, big sweaty man, meat slapping, all of that, all of that. Me. They gave it to me. Pause. Slapping oh, me. Pause. You had to do that, man. They gave it to me. Okay, like I got, I got all of that from that. Even though there were times where I think they teased Sheamus winning, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where whoever does beat Gunther is gonna be made. Mm-hmm. For sure, for kind of sure. like whoever beats Roman is gonna be made. They oh, want to yeah. keep teasing that. They want to give it to you a little bit, take it. I like that they still do that. Mm-hmm. Right. With that match in itself, like I said, give us everything we desired. We were gonna get from that match. Like two brutes, straight up and down. We know how Walter gave it up. Mm-hmm. We know how Sheamus has been giving up these past couple of years, especially when they let him wrestle for real, for real. And that's what they let them do. When Sheamus finally caught him, and caught him with the uh, the ten beats, bro. He got. It got on, wait, no, you said it on on Starks and Smarts that it was gonna be the beats over and over the chops versus the chops. And man, they will get you. We seen the aftermath. We seen Sheamus' chest like a shit look like raw meat. It was nasty, bro. You'd have thought Wolverine was going at him, bro. You know them tattoos where people be acting like something's like. Popping out of their chest. It looked like one of those, bro. He fell asleep. Freddie got him. I'm telling you, it was nasty, man. But, boy, they let it all out in that match, bro. Like, Sheamus' strength, like, just picking his dude up and throwing him around the ring the way he was. And and, and Gunther with these, uh, these suplexes and power bombs and clotheslines. Like, he won with a clothesline. <laughs> and that's like, fucking crazy. And that's, you know how crazy it was that, like, it ended with a hard clothesline. I mean, so, that wasn't the only notable clothesline of that day. <laughs> that wasn't the only notable clothesline of the day. But um, then from there, man, um, I'll probably say Seth Rollins for a sec. Seth Rollins versus uh, Riddle for a close second. Um, definitely Ricochet and uh, and Melo caught my eye. That was a banger right there. <laughs> Nigga, stupid strawberry cheesecake. Yo, seriously. Oh God. Ugh. But um, were you surprised that they let Seth go over? No. Like, like that. Like, cause the way the build to this match was, I thought it was gonna be a series of three, and Riddle was gonna get the first one, Seth was gonna get the last, and the middle one might have been a, a, a shit finish. Nah, bro. Seth needed this W. 
He and he like zero three. He went zero three with Cody. This is his gift. Mm-hmm. This is his gift for going zero three. On top of the way he lost was with he he got Riddle so in tight like so like wilding out in his own. You know what I'm saying with the situation, all the disrespect mm-hmm. him, that when it's time for this match, they're going at it, they're going at it. But when he finally get Riddle, you know what I'm saying, just out of his, you know what I'm saying, his his regular self, he ready to hit him with a chair. That's when he catches him, you know what I'm saying. And that was you only Riddle can blame Riddle for his loss. Riddle screwed Riddle. Riddle screwed Riddle, bro. Mm. But no, it's up like great, just great storytelling. Great storytelling from what we seen Gunther and Sheamus, Seth and um, Riddle, even with um, even with uh, Liv. You know what I'm saying? And Shayna, she she had a really good match with her, bro. Surprised surprised by the result let me tell you i thought Liv was dead to rights gonna lose that belt because the, the she hasn't been the most well received lately that's why i said you had to have a good match and pin her one two three then the people will be over with her she At least respect her a lot mm-hmm. but a lot of great moments even the the um ending with the uh, main event Oh yeah, solo. Solo pulling up the traveling ooze. The, tr- the street champion, what they call him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> street champion. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? They know him in every hood. That's why he can go anywhere. Somebody on Twitter said Rikishi gotta stop having kids. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they keep popping up. Tell Roman. <laughs> what they say about uh, Thanos and Endgame is gotta go. Nah, give me, give me, um, give me solo popping up as solo popping up and Dom as moment of the weekend overall. Oh no, we got we can't do that. MJF return. We knew that. Yeah, but how they did it though? They nah, we, we, yeah, I, I said it yesterday. They, they, I like how they did it. I love how they did it, dog. Like. Mm-hmm. They gotta explain that that um, which I think what they'll do is, well, Tony didn't pay me, but Stokely did. No, I think that's what they'll do. No, he said Tony. If you remember from the um, the little video package that he did before he um into um came out after Punk one, he had the video um recording of him and all oh, the the voicemail. Yeah, and Tony was like, "We'll give you such and such and such and such." Where they bleeped it out. You know what I'm saying? If you come back at all out the casino boy, yeah, whoop de whoop. So apparently they paid him the money, but that shit was cold though. The voicemail cold. The voicemail does say he got his way. Yeah. He asked Tony for something specific. And Tony was like, here, nigga, damn. <laughs> like that's what he did. Here, nigga, damn. That was such a smooth and creative way to come back. The music. It tied into the music at the beginning. The, de- the the song was called The Devil You Know. So was that the song that he was playing in the beginning? See, you know this type of shit. He walked out to that song. CM Punk. This your type. This your bag. Come on now. This your bag. Bob Dylan, all of that. That's me. Thought, me and Fraz thought it was Jacob Fatu when the, when the bongos and the cargo started going off. We was like, at the end of it, we were like, damn, was that kind of racist? Yo, maybe I haven't been watching Dynamite that much, but I didn't know Jungle Boy's theme was that. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Who who gonna be scared of that nigga? That's what I was saying. Like when he was coming out, really? like, you gotta change this song up, bro. Call him Jack Perry. Jr. is the only one that has that knows what to do. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Or just call him Jack Perry. We can stop calling. Or just call him Jack Perry. You right? Or JB. JB Smooth. <laughs> Shout out Happy Dad, Channing Crowder, Ryan hey, Clark. Clark. Shout out to them. Mm. Well, but like I said, baby, this was definitely a, um, a lot of cool moments though from the um, from the weekend for sure, man. Like with MJF in that situation, like I said, I'm interested to see what's gonna happen with the Stokely faction and all that such. Only person I feel bad for is Ethan Page because it's like they're deep, they're deep. Yeah, let's hopefully he gets some burn, man. They got That's a tag cool. team in there too, right? Yeah, let's, let's hope this not be Pinnacle 2.0. So who do they have right now? They have Stokely, they have MJF, they got big big cast. What's his name? Wes Morrissey now. Ethan, yeah, W. Morrissey. Ethan Page, they need a tag team. Mm, we got need Moriarty in the gun club. The gun club down with them niggas too? That's what's out there. And they got Jade. Well, that's a separate entity, but let's see if they combine them. I hope. Jade might go face too. Like Jade over shit. And MJF together is nasty. Jade is over as shit. She might go face. That She-Hulk outfit? God's here. What you think of the um, random? But what did you think of Meg twerking on, on She-Hulk with, with She-Hulk? No comment. Wasn't nothing moving on She-Hulk. Wasn't nothing moving. A nigga said she still got massive jeans. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that's all Megan like be looking like she's worth. Oh shit, we going that route? That's what I was trying to say no comment. Ooh, wait, wait. Let me let me like this and we're gonna be real woke. Hey man. You're getting paid, you're getting paid bucks, the big bucks to come shake some ass. Yeah, I saw that take too, man. I, I saw it, I saw it, man. I, what they subject? What, what what are they subject her to, man? That's nuts. Hey. Now, um, the the uh, do you want to get into the big story of the weekend? Can you Omega be crown champion? Who? Can you Omega being the first AEW triple crown champion? Let's get into that. It's not what I was referring to, but let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Who? Uh, the whole world knew that that was was gonna happen. Like, come on. What happened? Is is Kenny inaugural Omega? He was the inaugural what? AW, I mean, no, inaugural um, New Japan US, U.S. champion, and then first time Gaijin G One winner twice. Okay, I was gonna no, say I thought... finals twice. He won once. Okay. I was going to say, I thought, no, AJ. But no, I don't, I don't think AJ won the G1. No. And then, beat Okada. 
What you want me to say, man? The whole world knew these niggas was gonna win the titles. The whole we all knew that. Come on, son. As soon as he came back, we were like, "Yup, championship, yeah. tag championship." Now the trios. Come on, my boy's that nigga. And they're not heels. Which after I mean, they should be. Kenny was just holding down his homies while his homies was holding down their homies. Well, let's get let's get into that, man. CM so, Punk. You wanna you wanna go? CM Punk. Um okay, so the media scrum after it all out. What's his name? Um Tony Khan was up there with CM Punk, who is your new AEW champion, by the way. So this is all happening with him as champion. And mind you, in a really good match, great storyline. No, they uh, did it very well. Like, they did that bullshit on Dynamite Justice. Yeah, because that was so unnecessary. For it to end the way it did, for the match that we got, really good match, really good main event. But I feel like it got overshadowed by this. Yeah, and then um, basically, long story less long, um, CM Punk, during Tony Khan, like him and Tony Khan's um, press conference, said that the EVPs were leaking out information to Hangman about mm -hmm. him and Colt's relationship. Mm -mm. No, nothing. It wasn't. He's leak. They were leaking out EVP. Um, they were leaking out info to the dirt sheets about his um if, if reason why Colt Cabana got sent to ROH. Oh, that's a little different than I thought. They were leaking into Hangman. Mm-hmm. Because that makes more sense. Because they Hangman's people. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. What the fuck is Hangman leak anything to? Because <laughs> that. That promo, that the promo that he cut where he brought up Colt Cabana. Uh, this is just he, bro. He friends with the Bucks and the niggas, bro. They they all talk, bro. But either here nor there, they were leaking out. The, he's saying the Bucks was leaking, leaking out info to the dirt sheets about that Colt Cabana. You know, what I'm saying got sent down to ROH because of Punk and shit. And when the announcer asks uh, Tony Khan or to asks Punk about the situation. He pretty much addressed it and said that, yo, he got the, what's the name? He got these people doing such and such and such and such. Like he said, got his EVPs leaking out information. And then he went into the whole Coca Banna burial. It was got nasty. And then he went. He to, shared a bank account with his mom. <laughs> with his mom's, man. Come on. Mm -mm -mm. But yeah, um, you know what I'm saying? Call the link. Oh yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, it was like, sorry y'all, this Cheetos is busting right now. I'm sorry y'all, but yeah, went to like went to the Bucks and in them leaking out information, started going to Hangman, uh, well, Cabana burial, Hangman Page being a, a empty headed, you know what I'm saying, dude that don't want to listen to vets and such like that. You remember that news that um whole. Um, she came out with Hangman not want to listen to the vets and such like that, which I, I, I really don't agree with either. And he just like he was just pretty much defending a lot of the things that's been getting thrown at him. You know what I'm saying? Since he's pretty much gotten to AEW or started to come to rise in AEW. And I ain't mad at Punk for doing it. I ain't gonna hold you. Like you, you wanna know, yeah, I wanna know this shoot. I'm I'm gonna let it all be told. You know what I'm saying? And pretty much let it be done here. Cause for that to be the first thing you're asked after a match. After your match is kind of like fucking annoying. It's everything that happened after that's the problem. Um, you know, the fight with him and A Steel, 
And then the Bucks, I believe. Um, a punk and they still versus the Bucks. <laughs> but they didn't punk swing at this at these niggas first, and then they, that's when they reacted, and then it it all. So over here, the Bucks and them pretty much addressed what happened, and you know what I'm saying. Words got you know what I'm saying exchanged. You know what I'm saying? Punk swung on him. He must have got heated. A still threw a chair, hit Nick Jackson, and got knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Nigga tried to nigga big Kenny Omega. Oh, he Joe Light him. He K Shine Joe Light him. He bit him. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Nigga turned into Shayna Baszler. Oh man, I, I remember that. That was weird. Like, right, okay. So Chicago niggas give it up. You got it. That ain't steel nigga look crazy too. Had them niggas in fucking purgatory. Like, not sh- I ain't talking about. I ain't talking about. You know, what I'm saying Chirac. I'm talking about Chicago. He's from Rockland. Oh, what the hell is Rockland? Rockland, Illinois. Oh, never mind. Sorry, Chicago. But anyway, a lot of mess coming out of there, man. And then we ain't even gonna talk about the whole Malachi kiss goodbye. <sighs> Well, no, no, he needs it though. He he needed like he said he needs the mental health break. I mean, like take the time you can get. Like something about this nigga, something about this nigga Tony that I noticed. First of all, don't ever compare yourself to Jim Crockett. He did that. Like, and I know he's trying to get a reaction out of these old niggas, Cornette and Bischoff and all that, but. You haven't done enough. One thing I know comparing himself to Jim Crockett, bro. He was just saying it was a lot of competition this weekend, and he feels what what Jim Crockett had to go through. That's not in the context that I saw. That's literally what I put in the chat. Did you watch it? Yeah. That's literally what he said. You can't put yourself and Jim Crockett in the same sentence. You ain't done enough. So when you're competing with WWE, how much do you have to do? You got to, at the very least, keep a safe working environment. Got niggas fighting backstage and shit. So you don't think them niggas wasn't fighting back then? Back then. That's when Jim Crockett was in action. It was the Wild Wild West back then, though, so... There's no excuse for that now. It's not, but neither here nor there. I get what he's saying when it says, like, niggas, he's facing tough competition. I notice he's more of a mark than a businessman. He's a combination of both. Yeah. If anything. But lately, he's been more mark than businessman. I don't feel bad for my nigga named Jackson, but I feel like I jinxed him. What did you say? Because during the, when we was just on the chat last night and I was reading about the situation, well, I forgot what it was talking about. I think it was something around that. And I was like, can never let I can can never see my nigga Nick ja- happen to my nigga Nick Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Then it happened to Nick Jackson. I feel so bad. You're a prophet. I feel so bad. But Malachi, so then one. So then what happens with the House of Black now? Like, do they just give Buddy and, and um Brody different feuds or what are we doing? 
Maybe they can go their separate ways, or maybe they can rock as a tag team. Sue, I don't think he's going to WWE. His contract ain't up. Yeah, he got a couple years. He even finished his first year. Right. Yeah. If anything, Fish, you'll see Fish over there before you see um, Black. Huh? I don't know why. Unless it's going to be a Hessman, Tyler. Niggas fuck with Triple H. Mm-hmm. The relationship that Triple H got with these niggas is like father son father daughter type shit. He basically built these niggas up. I mean, Bobby Fish has been around for a minute. He was just in a good environment in NXT. Good ecosystem. Right, he wasn't on the main roster. Sue, Sue, do you live under a rock or something? Yes, I cut my hair. You saw, you saw this. You knew this. <laughs> It's the hell row jokes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. But no, man, this wrestling weekend was very entertaining for sure, bro. What you got on Worlds Collide? Worlds Collide was really good, man. NXT versus NXT UK versus the main roster. It was a lot of mix up of all of that, man. Mela Ricochet started off the pay per view. Mello, his entrance dump fire. He had all of the jerseys. He put up in the rafters of all of his opponents that he beat all around the arena and such. And it had Rick <laughs> right over him. It was just dumb. That's kind of fire, dog. That fire. I need to see Melo now. He's already a what North American champion right now. Mm-hmm. Whenever he loses that, um, I would want for him to be main rostered with Triple H up there now. Cause him with the briefcase, my nigga. Would be crazy. Him and Trip will go wild. Him with the no, but he he don't even need Trip. Yes, he does. But he can talk for himself. He can, but Trick make the whole thing better. Trick, bro, Trick he, is a good like number two guy. He's a, man, good, bro. he's a good hype man. He's a good flavor flav to Mellow's Chuck D. Mm-hmm. No man, they had a money match together. Chemistry was out of his world. The athleticism, bro, just, it was just jumping around the ring. Like, you know, that spring, like, you know, Melo be doing the springboard yeah. shit, bro. It was just so much craziness in there, man. Did they reveal who Roddy, who who hit Roddy? Yeah, man. And, oh, yeah. Triple H back to his, you know what I'm saying? NXT parking lot hijinks, bro. Rest in peace, Roddy. <laughs> he looked like he got mauled. <laughs> he looked like he got mauled. They did him like that. I mean, I, I could have guessed, like, maybe, um, what are they calling Joe Gacy's group? Schism? I don't know, bro. I do not pay attention to them niggas. He's like a great value, Bray Wyatt. Right. But uh, from the tag team UK match, I mean, uh, tag the Fatal 4-Way where it was Briggs and um, and Buchanan. Or that's his, that's his name? I don't know. But, um... Pretty Deadly, Gallus from UK, and um, Creed, Creed. And they had their new dude, and I forgot what his name is, but he looked like another version of Gable Stevenson mixed with, like, David Otunga. But uh, he was with them on the sideline and such. Ended up costing them the match. <laughs> and turned on them, right? So that's how I feel on this attack Roddy in the beginning. The new but, guy? Yeah, 
But um, that happened so pretty deadly. Ended up getting the titles back. Um, that's cool. I always like seeing a cool hill tag team like them. You kind of like I like balancing characters. They said they were they, were, they always remind me a lot of Resistance, and they were a really good hill tag team. Um, what else uh, happened on there? Um, the Triple Threat: Mandy, um, B Blair Davenport, and uh, was it Miko Satamora? And a pretty solid match, man. I missed the majority of it because I have to go get me some weed. But you know um, who's gonna end up taking them belts off of her? And I know you niggas hate when I say this, but it might be Nikita Okora, one of the two. These niggas don't care about wrestling down there no more, man. Have you even been watching NXT? Yeah, these niggas don't care about wrestling no more, bro. Is what is what sells. JD McDonough versus Wesley next week. Talking about with the women, the women. Didn't just say with the women. And yes, they do, bro. The tag team title match was fire. With the women, they don't care about the wrestling down there no more. With the women, that left with the four yo, horses. Yo, what's going on? What up? What up, you guys? Well, if that oh, left, with the first one, what happened with Shannon Baszler? What happened with who? Shayna Baszler and Asuka. I could have swore they had some good reigns down there. You couldn't market Shayna Baszler if you put a fucking bow on it. But she was there. That's she was one completely of false. Stop that. She was their longest reigning champion up until uh, Mandy Rose. You couldn't market that woman with that forehead if you tried. What is, what is wrong with the Shayna Baszler slander? Why? Why? I mean, no reason at all. No reason at all. Oh, completely but, unwarranted. Okay, because he, he don't got okay. that. He just sounded crazy. Okay. They don't care about wrestling in NXT. They, they do, not with the women. You really think Mandy is out wrestling these bitches? He, she's not. Is she the main woman wrestling? She doesn't hardly even mm -hmm. wrestle. On she's not out wrestling. So why do you think they put the belt on her if she can't out wrestle them? If you if she can't out wrestle them, why do you think they put the belt on? Because they're trying to build her as being taken serious as actual wrestling. That was the whole point uh, of the triple threat match. And she beat Blair Davenport too, which I've I, I've seen footage of her. She's really good. Right, and yeah. she's more fucking legend. So that shows you that they actually trying to take her serious as a wrestler. What what we say, yeah, Ari yeah. Mora match, bro. She was Sadamora doesn't play. That strong style is to, not to be messed with over there. Mm -mm. It's hard. You could see the set flying off of some of them women. Yeah, man. She hit hard. And I ain't saying like Mandy Rose ain't no scrub, bro. She definitely can, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying she is, but you got you, it's looks. It's looks, bro. It's the same thing with Jay, bro. But Jade can actually wrestle a little bit more. Okay. She's, green. She's a green. She's <laughs> Mandy Rose can been been doing this for a little bit now. Like she actually can go. Is she like a, sorry, these cheetos really busting. But is she like you know I'm saying the most technically sound? No, but she actually has a good balance that you know what I'm saying the main roster needs. Where you have good, you know what I'm saying, good wrestling, good character, you can have good stories. Yeah. You don't gotta be. You don't gotta be ninety five on everything. You gotta be at least ninety. Not really. If you're if a good, you, if you're if good we talking two K, if we talking two K, you gotta match ninety on everything. If you're a good, eighty champion with a sixty seven rating. 
75. Forget that. 75. No, he came. No, he came. When that game came out, he was 67. <laughs> I will never forget it. I said this. Cole, that was a that was a money move. You know they had to expand the Saudi. That's a money move. I don't care. Then they did the update where he became an 80, and it was like, good job. Your your champion gets a B minus. Okay. Oh. When they made that on 2K19. When he was champion, sixty-seven rating, seventeen, sixty-seven rating. Like, well, y'all so disrespectful. Well, Cole, what 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 are your thoughts on the uh, wrestling weekend? Your favorite moments, matches? Oh, let me hear. My my favorite finding out that I'm not a man if I got my mama's name on on a bank account. I know that. What's wrong with the man having a joint bank account with his mama? Look, What's wrong with that? Uh, look, apparently, <laughs> don't like it. So I don't look. Who cares what Phil don't like? No punks. I'm just noting if your mom, if your name is on your mom's bank account, or your your mom's name is on your bank. Cole, he said. Cole be like, he said, Cabana tell the hoes, nah, I don't live with her. She lived with me. She she stayed with me. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> In the basement, right? In the basement, why are you taking her? Yeah, I let my mom stay up here. Yeah, she stayed with me. Yeah, all, I got all this nineteen. I got all this nineteen seventy furniture, the plastic on the sofa. Yeah, but I let my mom stay. You know what I'm Definitely. Yo, if I'm I'm Cabana, I'm pissed, dog. I need to fade. They need, they need Bro, to you run. You ain't the got right no now. choice. Apparently, they fade you court. He gonna have to fade me yeah. a different way. Uh, Cabana don't want that apparently. He just he, he to gonna have to pay me a different way. You gonna just drag just my name in the dirt on. like that? Bring my mother into it? You say you but gotta yeah. fight. So, so let me let me do say so. I do want to say so. The weekend started out with you know Clash at the Castle. Started out so I do want to say Montez Ford. He is there with their favorite high flyers, whether Indy or not. You have to put that man up there based on that pre-show. Like that vert is under this world. You could shout. You could shout out your ricochets, your will Ospreys, your um, your pox, all that. Montez Ford is young and he's in that realm. Whether y'all like it or not, he's in a realm of excellence right now. And he put more muscle on there too. So now he he got that that look that they like over there. He ain't just a little nigga no more. Say like you know, just because you know you are touching on that. I was watching a little bit of Raw before I came here. Oh, Angela, he's he's another one. Is that a road one? I'm kind of proud. Yo, he been putting on some muscle too. Yeah, Angelo Dawkins now wrestling without the shirt and all that. It's like without the little one, without the Kingston one. Weak ass jersey. <laughs> Why you calling the Kingston onesie? Yeah, because that no Kingston wears like he wears the king. That's the onesie. Yeah, them chanting. He go it's in the pool. Not, he going to pool like, with a shirt on. But Angelo Dawkins, he's dope, and I do like what's going on with him. I, I don't want them to split up the street profits. I don't need Montez going heel. Come on, Cole. I don't need Montez going heel. I don't keep the street profits. As they're making money, people. They're a big draw. We're good. Angelo Dawkins is finally everybody. Oh, Angelo Dawkins can't wrestle. Now all of a sudden you see he's a powerhouse. Like the dude, dad bod and all is still throwing around the biggest motherfuckers 
out there. He threw Otis. He's good. Can I ask a question okay. though? Do you mm -hmm. think it's your they pull Oh, my fault, player. My fault. It's your I'm, I'm trying. Listen, I'm trying to look like this how your emoji. House. I just. I'm I just trying to look like how your, your icon. It's, it's not my house. It's okay. You wipe your feet. That's all that matters. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just in case Yo. I don't remember, you know, I just I walk around like I own this one. You know how they did with Kofi with the Kofi Mania shit. They made him a champion yeah. while he was in a tag team. Do you yeah. think they can pull that off with Montez while still being in a tag team? You have to, you'd have to put him in a feud with somebody first to get you have to get some single competitor to call him outside. To where Angela's sitting ringside now. So, who yeah. is going to be the first competitor to pull Montez out into you no know, singles competition? Get that nigga Dom. And then, Why not? Bro, we're not even talking about that right now. But I, I guess it's just going to be different because if somebody has a different set. Outside the tag team, so it's like, how do y'all look in a singles match? How does Angelo look? How does Montez look? If you go to singles route with them and try to put gold on them, like US right now, don't even think about, don't even think about that right now. Nope. Uh, back on for them tag titles, brother. Shit, yeah. the Sokoa Solo was there just to get the two mid card titles. No, he's there to be new talent. They are gonna like, listen. Like, like, think about it. Like, I don't know. Like, why would you want to put the street profits in single competition? Right? You got you got Bobby Lashley holding the US and you got Gunther holding the Intercontinental. That is not the type you want to be chasing right now, bro. What's you really reaching for right now? They got a lot of like your mid-card titles, you're, they're being held by niggas that are worthy of the top mm -hmm. titles. And Lashley, Lashley got a defense today against Miz. I haven't seen that, but um, you know who's another, gonna pull up. Another highlight, another highlight that I did have for so. But um, you do have to for Bianca, Oscar, Alexa versus Damage Control. Mm -hmm. That was a good. And that's an unsung hero of the weekend, and I don't. Women don't get their just due and respect because. That match they said was going to set the tone. That this event going to set the tone. Your first match of this pay per view were the women damage control versus Oscar and you know, Alexa. You could almost call them the ABA squad, like you know, something like that, like you know, the, the Konami. Like, but they they put on it was dope, and everything after that, it just went into a dope. As pay per view, another highlight as a whole, all like all out post conference as a whole, <laughs> the all out fallout into Monday as a whole. <laughs> gotta call it fallout, not all out. <laughs> yeah, the all out fallout. That's what I call it, the all out fallout. Yeah, but now it's a great weekend for the Worlds collide. Honestly. It, it's I don't know who said it, but I was talking to Ari. Who whoever said that this took in Europe 
or even in Wales, you're a dumbass. Whoever said it? You wait, what? You're so we talked about it, but somebody said that they thought this was uh, in NXT was gonna be in uh no, that was I think that was Fries. Fries no, I don't think Fries said it, but somebody, kept, somebody like I think he was talking about somebody said it on Twitter, and it was like trying to throw off the logos. Like, and you watch the event. Do you think Europeans were going to watch all their champions lose in front of them? The way the way was acting after Title Two, it's about to be a riot. You are just spitting in our face right now. They're going to be like Wanka, Wanka. Suck yeah, my bollocks. Yeah. 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 Bollocks. But um, I'm not even going to be petty like that on the show and say that my highlight was Nikita Lyons not being there. Mm. Um, you need to relax. What you got this crusade? This is not only wrestling. I just left that show. What? See, you got to catch up. Against See, the he future queen. He don't even know we was there, Ari. He don't know. He don't even know we was there. <laughs> You don't even know he was there. He was there. The future nah, queen of NXT. Just... What is this crusade? Give me one second. I'll be right back. Continue, please. Nikita Lyons is about to be security for. Stop it. <laughs> no, we need. Listen, she, Nikita Lyons gonna get cut. If she don't get, if she don't get some VC and improve that move set and that. Paul, the good she, part she's is Carmella security. Even if she cut. Brazzers is gonna be on the door. She is so, not doing no. She is not doing suit content. I'm not even going there with you. But um, since we do do drop, I'm going to hitting you later on. Do drop. Do, I will be hollering at you later on. Do drop need that plumper pass contract and get Yo, her CDL. You are so wild. You are so wild for that. Get her CDL or something. I will say, I will say, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop, they did add some fire and like putting that name respect on Caden and Katana's um, tag team reign in NXT because it was kind of like you got Caden Carter, who's been there for the longest, didn't really get shine. Katana Chance, you know, she comes from an American ninja, American ninja. She's got and um, uh, she got a background. Like, you know, you saw, yeah, you saw her, you saw her come up, you saw her rise to NXT, mm-hmm. and and it was like they were just two standstills. So now I'm happy that I get them flourish. Like it was a dope match. I, I do drive um the 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 leg the the I don't want to call it the legs. Come on now. Man, the, T- the Tina Turner, the twerk, whatever you want to call it. But the Fanny yeah, Flutter. It was cool. It was cool. It was nice seeing the ladies have fun. Drop them thighs shaking. Boy, that shout out to that cameraman that brought that thing Ooh. up front. It was like, whoa. Okay, yes, ma'am. Let's go. The, the, yeah, the winners of this on. match are placeholders, dog. They're placeholders still Sasha and them come back. Bro, you really trying to turn me into a socio entity on this fucking pod. No, I'm not. I'm just, listen, I'm giving yeah, flowers, yeah. but I'm but also yeah. warning them that those flowers are going to be taken away. Oh, because oh. Sasha and another Naomi. Moment. Another moment. I do got to say another moment. Oh, fuck Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Surprise! Surprise! Showing, 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 
showing um showing Adam Page that it's up for you. It's up. You don't they gotta be this, you that anyway. pack no more. It's up for you. Like there's no there's no between, even though we were cool and all that, and the Bucks had to stop it. Like, yo, I need my gold. I belt. They got to read I don't know, bro. Like, you, he seems like he's in position to be leader of the dark order. Do with that. I don't know. Nah, there's their dissension. There, you see them, you see the dissension in the ranks. I never thought Adam Page would fit with dark order to begin with. Yeah. I, that was a weird. Well, I mean, yeah. So I mean, so th- that's pretty much what it was for me. Um, I do want to say, um, yeah, because uh, I don't know if y'all saw any, uh, but I I just saw a couple. I don't know if y'all want to touch on that right now. What you mean? Oh, the beginning of Raw. Dominic oh, came yeah, out. Yeah. The Dominic. Dominic um pulled up looking like the goth kid from South Park. Dominic, yeah, Dominic came out all what they want to call his dom. Y'all are Susie right now. They are calling his dom. I am fucking dying right there. And I'm, I'm assuming is, he's closer with 50, Rhea. That is Fifty Shades of Gay. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Get the Bars Off. Oh my god, but yeah, so he comes, they do their thing. Edge, they're probably gonna be on IR, and um, Dominic is over here running with new right now. I thought Dominic, honestly, just like saying, I'm done, shit, dad. Like, you always want to run around with your homies. Not, I, I, I was thinking that he threw the shoes off in response to like him sitting on the sidelines with all this, like he's ready to lace his boots up. Yeah, That's what I, I was trying to pick up the shoes thing. Huh? I don't know why he took the shoes off. I, I thought he was going to yeah, be like, I was trying to pick, I, the thing I was trying to pick up on the shoes thing because it was, are you saying that you ready to lace up your boots? Are you tired of these <laughs> shoes and just sitting on the sideline now? You know, so that's what I, I, I thought it was. So I'm thinking like, oh, Dominic's ready to step in his own and and take on matches without his dad. And next, you I know, think they just, give him edge. They're gonna feed him yeah, edge. He's judgment day, and it's like it kind of just. It, I guess we have to see, but it's not working for me because he's not hitting his dad. He's not. They might be building for that though. I want to know what it looks like. This and another and another thing. It looks like Rhea Ripley is owning the fucking. It looks like Ripley owns the fucking faction. She stands in the middle. She's Draymond Green. She's the blue. She 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 the blue or she's the the leader. One of the two. I personally, I don't think it's a leader. I think they, they all said, have, they said there's no leader. Yeah, I think they all have equal power. Because they, as you see, oh, in the product, that, like that. Uh, you just somebody into a faction, you got power. I mean, they all have equal. I think but Finn, everybody hasn't brought no faction. faction. And that's usually his thing when she, it goes, but he don't really do the leadership. He already thing. has an ally in case anything goes bad in, within Judgment Day. He's got, she's got, Dom. got power. She's got like literally, whether you like it or not, she leads because y'all. 
What y'all gonna do? Go to Finn. I think Finn is the de facto leader though, because he he beat down Edge. They beat down Edge to bring in Finn. He True. Is the leader. Yeah. So like Crazy said, but it's just she just looks like she's in command. She just looks like she's in command. She might take a step back with Dom, though. I yeah. think Dom is going to take that role as the powerhouse because Dom, I'm not going to hold you. The way he looked tonight and then that that clothesline, they're going to try to – like, he morphed into Gunther when he hit the clothesline. Like, it, it, it just – I don't know. I, I, I will never go that far with that man and Gunther ever. Everyone just need to go back to Dominic. I saw Gunther's clothesline. I'm bro. Can you imagine back ending a match with Dominic in 2K? Did, uh, That's like, not supposed to happen. I was like, is that Gunther? Gunther versus Dominic would turn back to Hayes Week when that when that Dominic had. Hey. <laughs> they put that nigga through Hayes Week, bro. Yo, they're gonna make him take the chops. But nah, dog. I'm just really interested. Same thing I say with House of Black. That's why it's funny because. Judgment Day kind of really is just like a copy of House of Black, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah. to the point that they both are not getting utilized. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you guys gaining out of these feuds? Like both trio match with both mat tag matches or whatever that they had, these factions that you're trying, the new factions that you're building are not gaining anything. You if you know, you know. Really- you, I don't know. If, if I know, you know who that you know. is, but I don't know what's going on in that picture. I know Gianna, but I don't know what's going on in that picture. No, no Gianna slander, please. Um, shout out the the beautiful creative people online with that one. Somebody, I wish I had a second camera. Here. Zuckerberg FCC stepped in something. You just got on your own show. All right, so we kind of um. We he don't hear me, Ari. He's muted. We kind of touched on the um the the Labor Day boy, wrestling. Put himself um, on time. Boy, this yeah. is a crazy to put a to put a bow on it. Um, can you hear him? It was, it was fun. Yeah, we hear you. I don't know what he, I don't know if he heard you. Well, what did he say? What? Cole, what you say? What you say? He might be trying to fix his shit. But, but nah, dog, like I said, in that show, this is something I would like to look forward to. My next coming Labor Day weekend, like where it's like, you know, every late Labor Day weekend, you're going to get a nice weekend of wrestling. That's fine for me, yo. Make this a make this a uh, definitely an annual thing. I don't care if Tony mad or not. How do you feel about, to put a bow on it, how do you feel about his statement? Was his statement true? Does he have the strongest roster right now no i don't think it's the strongest but it is a strong roster i mean i mean wwe has just as much of a great talent on their side as uh AEW does you know what i'm saying like when we see it when we've seen it showcase that they had what they just did they have yet to have more people too because randy gotta come back mm-hmm. randy's injured cody gotta come back Mm-hmm. Um, potentially Bray Wyatt because they keep saying they signed him. They're talking about Braun coming back. Braun just got back today. He actually he did come back. He showed up, and did his thing. He sued all that. What a loser! Control these nuts. <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> Yo, your reaction. What a loser! 
loser. Yo, why you gotta go? Control your narrative. Control your narrative. This next guy, you fucking damn. Hey, Maga too. Fuck him. Right, man. I'm gonna leave my nigga EC3 in the dirt. Yo, I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting that reaction. That fucking loser. I wasn't expecting that. Because I thought you wanted Braun back. I never ever say that. You said when he got cut, you were like, nah, they stupid for that. They were. But I wasn't mad that he was gone. I mean, they also have Omos. But but Braun can wrestle. Omos can't wrestle. We got Gunther. Fuck Braun. Braun is towering over Gunther. Never. All right, man. You got your wave queued up. Shout, Shout out, out. First, I gotta plug my shit in. Shout out Gunther, man. Match of the fucking weekend. Um Shout out Drew. You want to talk about moments of I it, man? I, I really wonder what's next for him, bro. They might go Gunther versus Drew next. Remember, they were doing that on the um live shows. I imagine Braun. Braun gonna be the next challenger for uh, for Reigns. They're gonna run it back. Then they bring Bray. We back at it like a craft matter. Back where it all started. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Hold on, I got y'all though. Um, my wave of the week is gonna be off the new Ari Linux EP. I'm sorry, again, I'm trying to get this freaking. We gonna touch on that one because she put out. This is what the album is gonna sound like. We here. But I'm going to play Tatted off her new EP, Away Message, featuring Summer Walker on here, man. Well, not the song's not featuring, but the EP has Summer Walker on here. Go check that joint out. But this is Tatted. That was some old ghost face. Nigga was bumping that street shit earlier. I see you. You do it so deep. Ain't this love? Shaking in my sleep. Boy, your touch is the best thing. I like baby, where you at? Yeah, yeah. Anywhere right at our sessions on the best. And it's daddy on my best. Baby, where you at? Yeah, Buzzing makes me put your heart on my sleeve. No, you'll never leave. Keep you over me. I'm lying. Where you at? I'm lying. 
I like the um the little letter she wrote to J. Cole because J. Cole asked her what he wanted the album to sound like. He brought it down to a T. It's over, all and I'll get more into that, but I just love that she just has not been keeping herself in the whole Neo Soul box for records like this. Pressure wasn't Neo Soul either. Credits for this song, bro. OG Parker and Dallas Austin together. Ooh, Dallas Austin been working with um T uh Dreamville lately because he was on JID shit too. Or that was John. Never mind. OG Parker is just such a like great producer, bro. So great, but to see her working with these these R and B legends like Dallas Austin, bro. And you hear record. Remember, what did I just say to sound like early 2000s? Late 2000s. Late 90s type shit. And this man was one of them kings of that era. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, this is just so dope to see because when we talk about what RB needing to be where it's at, you got certain people going to them, people that can get them in them type of man. areas. Like, we talk about Eric Bellinger being with going to them dark child camps, Ari with. You know what I'm saying? JD, Brian Michael Cox, Dallas Austin. Summer know? Walker and um Homeboy, Sean Garrett. Yeah, bro. Like, it's just so great to see. So great to see that, man. So great to see that. Even with um division getting with JD and them. Like, let's get with our RB legends and make some magic, bro. Cause it's some maybe some of the new ones ain't doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. other than my guys like Demile and you know what I'm saying. Um uh, what's my boy? I mean, Anderson Pock. He makes some really good um, production too. Um, but outside of that, man, you know what I'm saying? There's some really good people out here that's, you know what I'm saying, making some good, some make good songs for these R&B artists. And this was one of them right here, Tatted. Um, shout out to her. I mean, another standout song from this EP, uh, Queen Space with Summer Walker. Love that joint right there. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? It's just a good song about, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to keep your your energy's all right, you know what I'm saying? Why you know what I'm saying? when you're dealing with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you, you know what I'm saying, keep my queen space. I can be able to keep my queen space right. Um stick with music. Huh? You want to stick with music? Yeah, let's stick with the music, man. I was gonna talk a little bit about this art junk. It's definitely got me hyped for the album for sure, for sure. Cause like you said, if this is what it's gonna sound like, then I can't wait. And we got it um her album Age Sex Location. No settling. I like no settling. That's yeah. good. And bitter. Bitter's a good one. I like I mean I like the gummy record also. You know I like me a little funky record. So 
when I heard that coming up next, I was I was definitely that do sound like your bag. Yeah. So it was like a little bit of everything on here. You know what I'm saying? You got the ladies record with Queen Space. You got the you know what I'm saying nice. You know what I'm saying? RB Bob joint. You got the nice little funky joint. No settling, which I really do like that song, yeah. man, because you can't be settling. Like, that's one thing I feel like for people when we get to our like certain ages, you know what I'm saying? Like in the 30s and such, I feel like the internet and puts us in a box, you know what I'm saying? And if you subscribe to it or not, it's best not that you shouldn't. But if it does happen to you, and what I notice people like are Finding ways like, oh, I need to be doing this at a certain age. I need to be doing this at a certain age. Go at your own pace, bro. Yeah. But when they do get to that certain age, you got a lot of people like feeling like they have to settle for certain things so they can just have it or feel like they've done it, you know? Like, it, it feel like that's a thing you never want to do, especially when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, relationships. You don't want to feel like you're settling because, or you, well, like, if you say you want to settle, don't just settle for anything because you want to settle, you know? If you want, if you're looking for a specific partner or something in a partner that specifically you are looking for, don't settle because you can't find it in anybody else. Wait and you'll find it. Patience now, is a virtue in this game. How do you feel like, say, if you're like in mid relationship, you're like, dang, is this what's going to be for the rest of my life? Like, can you feel like you're settling? Like after like you feel like all right, this is valid and such, but it might not be to your, you know what I'm saying? To your liking, per se. Who knows? You gotta you gotta get out. You gotta get out before feelings are hurt or before anything else is invested. How long is too long that you like when you're in, you know what I'm saying? Because some people, you know, I feel like some people are scared to break up. Me and my girl talk about that sometimes, where it's like I think sometimes you're people have, have a, a fear of breaking people up. People are scared of being alone. Non-confrontational people. People are also scared to be alone, man. Sometimes people don't know. They, they, they live their life with someone. They live their life depending on someone where they don't want to be alone. Like, Drake wasn't lying when he said he hates sleeping alone. Like, that song, that line hit with so many people. It hit with so many people for that very reason. But nah, you, you can't. You got to be selective. Man, this look like a new face in the chat. Oh yeah, Willow. Willow, what up? Willow, go to the Facebook group. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, this was definitely like a very very smooth joint, man. I love her songs, bro. It'd be really really good songs, like really good stories and such like that, man. That's why I really am always gravitated towards Ari Lennox music. Um, we we spoke on here one of our favorite songs from her is still that Mary J. Blige flip. You know what I'm saying? So going down. Yeah, so she shout out to her man for this EP, man. Can't wait for the album coming out this weekend. Age Sex Location coming out September 9th. Go check that joint out when it drops. I know I'm gonna be on that joint, man. This is her first yeah, album. I'm gonna dive into that. Shea Butter Baby, bro. Shea Butter Baby came out what 2019? 2019. Yep. Yeah, man. May 7th. It's been a grip. Holy yeah. shit. Almost three years. A grip. So we got. We got pressure. We got the hoodie record, which I like that record also. And now we got this EP. Like she is must be in a groove right now, where she just had to drop some extra music right now because all of this joints are sounding nice, man. Well, she's been outside though, because she she was on the the Dreamville tape. She Good was song. on JID's album. Like she, Money she's, on there. she's in a groove right, like bro. Yeah. Like this, she just looks like she might have a joint that might be like one of them ones this year. Like we talking, my boy R and B needs it. Yeah, bro. I'm sure she, she hears a talk. 
Like people better be like keeping their eyes out for this one, bro. Cause she look like she got a nice set of like the roster for the helper to get this shit off the ground. I'm sure she hears the talk. You know, the conversation a couple weeks ago was is R and B dead. I'm sure she hears that that uh topic being discussed a mm-hmm. plenty. A lot of R and Bers hear that conversation. So what they put out now, it has to uh kind of dispel that theory. Yeah, and like I said, with the name, it looked like she got on in the, in the studio with her. It looked like she's definitely gonna do that, bro. For sure, for sure, man. Shout out to Ari Linux, man. Great EP, away message. Go check that joint out right now. Um, other things we got that came out this weekend, man. We had Freddie Gibbs dropping some new music, getting ready yes, for soul, soul, sold separately. I love it. I love the concept. How do you like the new, the first record with him and Moneybag Yo? Uh, don't it sound like another song? It sounds like another record. Am I tripping? Like the cadence. It sounds like I've heard that. Well, anyway, um, I like the record. Clearly, it's not a rapidly rap record because it has to, you know, you got cater- markets for sure. Mm-hmm. Trying to hit, we're trying to get more on that radio, that uh, billboard, at least on the hip hop side. That's not what we listen to Freddie for. We listen to Freddie for the, you know, the Alfredo. Type. No, don't do that. Don't do that, bro. Stop. You gotta stop putting artists in a box, bro, like that. I'm not putting. Do you listen to Freddie for fucking bro, um, he's about all of the same shit on all of these type of songs? He's just saying them on smoother beats, bro. I know, I, I, he, I'm not knocking what he does on it, but you naturally wouldn't hear Freddie in something like this. You would hear Freddie more in. You know, a different type of box, the Alfredo box, the pinata box, like that. But he sounds he can he can do both. Like I'm not saying he can't do both. Like he can definitely do both. Got to give him that credit. Like the record itself, I thought it was smooth joint, man. Um, I don't want to play. September 30th is uh, when the album dropping. Yeah, man, I can't wait, dog. Like I'm really records. Uh, I wanted to see some of the lyrics he was talking on here. He was talking some shit on here. I like the hook itself, though. It was nice. Um, what he was saying. Where the joint goes? My shit. I fucking love the line. Oh, if the pussy undisputed, then it's pimping undefeated. He said, if the pussy undisputed, then the head was undefeated. Like, this shit, that shit was hard. Frederick. I like the flow, though. It was a nice, like, catchy, catchy flow that people can, you know what I'm saying, catch on to. Like, not too many, you know what I'm saying, words that can keep you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like less, less with more type shit. It's not very wordy. It's not wordy. Yeah, but it's catchy. It's a bop. It's a. But he's saying it's not like he's saying nothing in it though. It's not like he's not saying anything. I'm gonna say. Are you saying some cool shit though? Like just this really is a flex record. You know what I'm saying? You, you got a record with money back, yo. You talk that shit. You flex on this joint. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much what you got out of it though. I like the video, kind of setting the tone for the um, the whole hotel aspect oh, to it. Yeah, so I'm interested to see where it go like that. I do love the merch. Love the merch. They but they I'm always have some good merch though. I can't lie, like ready and I'm they have to dive in. Yeah, I like it. Um, but yeah, cool start, man. Um, I'm interested to see what's the what's the next um single we'll get out of this to kind of really grasp what we're gonna begin from this joint. But it looked like we're gonna begin like a pretty versatile album where you're gonna like you're gonna get like some street joints, you're gonna get some radio yeah. joints and gonna get a mixture but a lot of these artists that we've been loving for over time have been breaking into these realms where they're trying to mesh with more of the 
know what I'm saying, mainstream artists, so on and so forth like that to kind of like get some of those fans also, you know? Yeah, they got to dive into that market. They already dominate in this market. They want to jump over to the other side and get that market. We saw that list of producers he had for this album, potentially. I think we right. saw Neptunes. We saw Alchemist. We saw... DJ Paul. Uh, DJ Paul. We saw Kenny Beats. Him and Kenny Beats don't miss. Actually, who did this beat? Actually, while we talk here. Good um, uh, Ivy Beats and Norva the Denton. Norva the Denton. It was a smooth yeah. track, though. It was a smooth <laughs> Nothing I could be really mad at. You know what I'm saying? Nice little bop, though. I need a Mad Lib beat on there. For old time's sake. Speaking of Mad Lib, he dropped a new uh project with him and um hold on, I just seen it. I was gonna give it a listen over the um week as such. But this was Flying High with LMD and um MED. He's done projects with them before when they did uh a link up with Blue. Um definitely that's a really good tape if you ever get a chance to listen to it. Um but yeah, man, uh, I'm always like, I'm always happy to see Mad Lib still out here moving and grooving, getting his creative juices out here. But we yeah. need Montana, we need Montana, Mad Lib, come on. Um, was that the third one? The third one. I mean, you know, they're gonna let us, they're gonna let it give us some time. But um, but neither here nor there, man. We got some new 38 special out right now too. He dropped him, um, uh. him, Shay Noir, and Freeway. Which I was like, oh, okay, bet. It's a nice lineup. Yeah. Um, look, he's getting ready to drop his seven shots table. I know a lot of people got to get an early listen to it. Um, that he did at his album listening session. And I'm ready for this joint, bro. I'm I'm really ready. Like this joint sounded nice. I've been ready for some new 38 music. Like he's one dude, he does not like he lets he lets people miss him. He lets people miss him. He don't um, miss either. Like he he's consistent. Like what was it? Uh Interstate 38 was the joint he put out last. I did That's like it. It, it grew on me way more. Sounded like an album, like a full-length like project. That sounded perfect. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of Stab the Shot a lot lately, too, bro. That mixtape is a classic, bro. Classic, dog. Such a classic mixtape, bro. It has one of my favorite bars ever from Spech, where he One was of my like, favorite oh. intros of modern day, bro. Like, oh, the the, the, po the, po the poem shit, right? Yeah, then this, them two going off that just grimy beat. It's like, that's up there with like, it's that's close to how we feel about cows, how I feel about that low key. Really? Bro, it's like all of the same setting. Like they set up, they set you up to just let just spill out on the beat. Obviously, I'm gonna edge cow because of the like story and such, but right. it just it's it's close to me because it gives me that same feel, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, the 1995 project was dope going off the freestyles. I would love and I would love a sequel for that, man. Um, he's been giving us little joints here and there, the sacred psalms tape he did with El Camino and the Trust production. The Sopranos. Um, Trust the Sopranos, um community service he's been doing joints like i guess like doing more joints with his artists trying to get them over and such more um but i'm i'm happy but that was 2020 though like 2021 he was pretty quiet to be honest he with was you. doing more features because i think he was on benny shit he was on uh shay shit mm -hmm. and i think he was on he was on ransom shit he was on um the last one he put out did the table for three record uh yeah he did a lot of features 
Um, but yeah, man, I'm definitely, definitely ready for a new project with him, man. Seeing him getting like guys like Freeway on there, man. He did his job on there, man. Really good record, man. Go check it out. 38 special, uh, painful features Shane Noir and Freeway. Like I said, man, 38 special is one of them dudes. Just I, I would if I walked into a barbershop and they were playing it, it might be my new favorite barbershop type shit. Really, special, bro. Special is really like no pun intended. He's a very special artist, bro. Like, on the, <laughs> see why you said it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a pun, but it's no pun. <laughs> sorry, dog. I'm high. I'm sorry. I see why you said it. On the production side and rapping side, he production hold, he slept on. He can hold his own. Like I think that 1995 tape proved to me a lot how lethal he is as an MC. I think before that, I think stabbed and shot. But see, for me, it was a little. I was very new. So I'm listening. Oh, okay. you haven't heard Bullet Going Forever on. Heathen yet. Yeah, what'd you say? You haven't heard Bullet Forever Heathen? No, I have not. I might have to you go check go back that. to that one. But yeah, but still though, it's just what I'm saying though for me at least. When I heard that 1995 tape, I was like, okay, no, nah, I could take him definitely serious as a like pure entity, not just one of these grime, grime, grimy rappers. So when you know what I'm saying, just want to talk about such as like no, he can actually build some skis, some stories, build nice themes and shit like the whoop de whoop. And I just got to give him that credit, man. I feel like we don't give him as much credit as he should get up on here, man. And you know who put me on the special, of all people? Shout out Aaron from the chat. He put mm. me on the special. Mm. You want to talk about special? Aaron. Did you, you put me on the special? I, I put you on the special. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Because it's either between Ransom and Robert. But yeah, man, shout out to um special. You got some. You got that dropping, man. Um, what else did we get, man? We a lot of shit dropped on the thirty first randomly. Like this, you got Detroit. Yes, but before we get into that, I'm gonna say shout out to my boy Durant Bernard. He dropped some new music too, called that Little Bit. Man. Yeah, he getting ready. I feel like he's about to be getting ready to drop some new music coming soon too, which I'm in for because he ain't dropped nothing since 2019 either. So, Durant Bernard? Nah, yeah, that that Durant um album came out. Before you play some shit from him here, that was new. Uh, I played the um if I, I probably played the uh his cover to I like it by uh Elder Barge. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um just speaking before we get into the Detroit too, we got Black Soprano family dropping some new joints. Um oh yes, uh DJ Long Live DJ Shay. So definitely to see what's going on with that joint, man. Good. I mean, seemed like him and them boys been going off on them freestyles lately, man. Um yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm definitely ready to hear some new music from them, for sure. It's for sure. up, and Benny's all over that too. It's yeah. it's up. I better hear a Gibbs diss track. I said about Gibbs the same thing. I better hear a Benny diss track on that album. Put it to wax, goddammit. But yes, Detroit streaming our era, getting love again. Love it. We we have this conversation every once in a while. I feel like. Yeah, we, I mean, go ahead, just get into it, man. Um, do you want to go into the album? Or do you want to go into your uh your take? Um, well, let's get into the album first. Let's give it its flowers. You know what I mean? We gave it its flowers when it came out at first. Um, but where were you when this album came out? Right, right. The cliche conversation. Where were you when you went on that piff? Yo, I know your ass went on that piff and what heard it. So just send us, bro. Oh, he said those are the screenshots. Oh, these are the joints, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, Kanye is crazy, dog. I'm going to put some context to that. These are the joints. 
Oh shit, my bad. Continue. I'm sorry, bro. Um, the fucking he. I well, for me personally, for me. Uh, the first time I heard Detroit, I downloaded it off. I think it was a. I think it was a that Piff exclusive, but at the time, I didn't have an iPhone. I had a I had a Galaxy, so you could you could put still music on your shit. Oh yeah. So I I was able to download it, listen to it. It, it hit for me. It hit for me, but a couple records were kind of a miss. Fam, I played this shit yesterday, last night, mm-hmm. played it today. Them same records hit a little different. Like um, once bitten, the once bitten. Let me see. The shit we're talking about is grandmother. Once What's bitten, twice shy. What's more thoughts? Is that a new record he put on here? Yeah, he put a he put that out in 2019. He added it on here as a Lucy. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Check it out. Um, but yeah, I felt like this was coming off of uh this was coming off of what he was um doing with Wiz on like like Cabin Fever and like those records and such. When he started doing more of the trappy start start um when he started like flexing them trappy uh, trappy type records. Sorry, y'all. Um that's where you get the records like Row Weed Time, um, FFOE, FFOE, and shit Mula. like that. Mm-hmm. And to be, was I super, super crazy about that during that time? No, because I was trying to get away from trap music. And it was like, oh my God, my guys are trying to do this shit now to try to like be trendy. Right. Like, come on, son. Like, it worked for it worked for Wiz, but it was like, okay, the Lex Luger stimulus package. Yeah, bro. Right, right. But outside of that, this did show his ver- versatility, though, because when you get records like Higher, which is still one of my favorite Big Sean songs, like, ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just for that beat, the story, like, he knows how to tell a great story. He gives you that great feeling of, like, coming of age type shit. Mm-hmm. And you hear it so amazingly on his records, like this, or what was the one joint he had when he had the kids with the story? Was that on... Um, um, the kids with the story. I think that was... um. I decided that was on the I decided album. Was that decided where you had the kids telling the um kids they was like they came into the studio rapping and shit? That was let me see. I'm looking at the track list now. I think that was bigger than me. Was it might have hold on, let me see. That might have been was it Hall of Fame? Nothing is stopping you. I think it was nothing is stopping you, yeah. This was around Hall of Fame time too, I think, too. This was before yeah. Hall of Fame, I believe. Yeah. So he was kind of getting that bag for real, for real, and dog like this was that was that's still one of my favorite Big Sean songs to date, bro. And then you go, you got you know, what I'm saying another gem on here. Pardon me, get back to the album. Um, Twenty Four Karat Gold, J Cole verse on there was very smooth, bro. Kind of hated the beat, but the song was cool. Always hated the beat though. The Cole appearance, like I said at the time, I took it for granted, but now with you know. Back then, J. Cole being a feature wasn't what it is now. So you look at a J. Cole feature with more weight. Well, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Looking for trouble came up before this time. But where niggas talking about J. Cole killing features, like killing niggas in their own songs, was niggas talking about that shit back then? He wasn't doing that, but he was doing it. He wasn't, they wasn't saying it, but he was doing it though. They weren't paying attention. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't to the it wasn't like damn, he's still doing it. Like, right. But um, yeah. So before I even get into the story part of it, like some of my favorite records off of here, like 
straight up. Like, I'm sorry, I was adding some songs from this album to my playlist. But um, <laughs> higher, um, how it feel? That was my shit. How I feel? How I feel? Like, oh, that was fire, man. Um, I love Moolah with French Montana. Contrary to what I just said earlier, that was one of my favorite songs over here. That was um, a Young Chop stimulus package. Yeah, they were Young Chop. He, he, that was that joint. Even French had to go put on his album. That's true. Right. Um, 100 with Royce to 5'9 and Kendrick was really dope. Very slept on record, man. As a kid, I didn't really appreciate his records as I did growing up with it because, you know, unlike y'all, I had an Android and Galaxy phone over time, so I could actually listen to Detroit whenever I felt like it. But Take a shot. Go ahead. Take a shot. You're going to be an iPhone owner real soon. Not really. But it was... um, I'm gonna be what's cool. That was the beginning of him and her and I mean him and uh, Janae Aiko and their chemistry. Um selling dreams was cool. Um life should go on was all right. All like the last two records were all right. I, I wasn't too too crazy about the ending part of this album from then and still to this day. I wasn't too too like so like crazy about the ending. I like the first half more than I like the second half. Once bitten, twice shy, and life should go on. I didn't appreciate them at the time back then, but now they hit. Different. I remember once by twice. I do remember that. That was a good choice. But yo, he did have the best verse. I think Royce had the best verse. Oh, Kendrick did at the time, and I still think Kendrick does now. Hmm. But no, nah, man, shout out to um Big Sean, man, putting his back on streaming. Just you know, what I'm saying anniversary and such, man. It, it just shows you from this more about nothing, cushion OJ. You know what I'm saying? Like so many of those great mixtapes from that time have been being put on um streaming for people to, you know what I'm saying, appreciate again and such. There's um, one left. There's one tape left that we need on streaming. Oh, I think Crit put Crit was there on here also. Friday Night Lights. We need that on streaming. Yeah, I would like that. I ain't gonna lie. I, like, I wish I wish he would put his whole run. So the warm-up. Yeah, come up, up, up warm-up. You know what I'm saying? Friday night. Clearances. Well, he already he, he can get the Nas one. That's you would think that. I think he will. I think he can for sure. Uh yeah, Crit was here is on here. He put it on here in 2020. That's one of my favorite joints too, man. Children of the World. Banger Glass House. I mean, obviously that was Glass House. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, dog! Two thousand eight, mm-hmm. beyond. But yeah, man. Um, some tapes that I from that era is from those um that that old blog era that I would like to see on here. Well, man. before before you okay you the take because the take kind of falls in line with this too. Okay. Um, in the uh, get your bars off network group, I put in a I threw a hot take out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty ten to twenty fourteen was the last golden era of rap. Drake, Big Sean, Wale, K Dot, Meek, Cole, ASAP, Crit, Nip, Wiz, Mac, Tyler. They kind of a lot of talent came from there. That was our last golden era. Migos. Like it's it's a lot of talent, and a lot of people agreed. Like that, that's that falls in line with the blog era, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it really does, bro. Like it's so many. Like said, just look at how they flourish and how they flourish now. To you know, what I'm saying, it's it's a lot of them doing very well for themselves right now. Very well for themselves, bro. Like to see 
to like to no funny actually i went back not too while ago not too long ago and i was like listening to a lot of those mixtapes i downloaded a couple I downloaded the kendrick lamar ep i downloaded um nipsey hustles bullying ain't got no name uh mixtape about nothing dedication to fahrenheit 115 um part one and two oh shit that's um, a throwback right and I forgot I got, I got the volumes one and two of Bullets Ain't Got No Name. Did you get Revenge of the Nerds too while you're at it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm. part two. That's the way that's how I found out about Lupe's that mixtape. And I got part three because I never heard it. Um, I got the cocaine 80s EPs. I got the listen, I got comeback season, Cushion OJ, Louisiana, Moo Music. Comeback season just had an anniversary, I believe. Right, Excuse soul me. tape, like just stuff from that old era of mixtapes. Just where'd like, you get soul tape? Same place I got it the first time. Oh, you throwing shots again. Listen, man, I could easily, there's a way for me to put music on this phone. I'm just lazy. I but think I could have music. I think if you play things like music, kind of, you should be able to do it through that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm lazy. I just, I'd rather just pay the $10. That's lazy. Wow. But <laughs> so you were saying that. 2010, 2002, 2014 was the last golden era of hip hop. Right. So when you hear somebody say, because I seen a post where this dude was going around asking everybody who's the best rapper in the world. And it was none of the guys we said. What did they say? They were saying Lil Baby, NBA, Chief Keef, Dirk. Were they saying current or were they saying like Best rapper in the world? You got to factor in a lot. You got to factor in age. You got to factor in where they're from, region. You got to factor in a lot. How, how, how was, in 2010, I was, 2010, I was 16. You know what I saying? was 19. In 2014, I was, oh, fuck, I ain't doing math right now. I was 19, you were 20. I, I was 22. Yeah, I, was 20. I was 20. You know what I'm saying? So 23. I was 23. Right. So we were young. We were their age. You know what I'm saying? Now we weren't saying these guys were the best rappers in the world, but these were our guys. We, we were saying it then. Kendrick, I was saying it then. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Just that crop of guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Hope was still around. Yeah, was still around. Like a lot of these guys were still around, but this was still like a comfortable group and then we could be like, yo, this is who I'm listening. You want to put somebody on to this instantly type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can't, am I safe to be mad when, if somebody was to say like, these are the next crop, like this is their golden era now with Thug and Baby, the ba Baby and Dirk and Herb and you know, what, you know what I'm saying? NBA young boy. Like if somebody would say, is this a, it's like looking at it like right now, is it a golden era? Like even with like, you know what I'm saying? They're still they're still running, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Success of Drake and you know what I'm saying, the still running success of you know what I'm saying, like Kendrick and Cole and you know what I'm saying, seeing what you know what I'm saying, baby's doing, what Thug is doing, like are they still moving and grooving it? Is hip hop still in the golden era? Or are we are we kind of like in a finding ourselves era? Where were you where do you think? Kind of like playing like on out just like looking at the music world. Honestly, I think so. Going by your analogy 
whole going by your analogy, Cole, Drake, Kendrick, all the guys from 2010 to 2014. They were dropping modern day classics, in our opinion. In our opinion, but it also in our era. We we were around the same age in that era. And it was places that was solidifying the shit, the blogs and you know what I'm saying, journalists and such like that too. Um I don't know, man. It's, it's tough because like a lot of that I think they're the holes. Away. They're the 2010 to 2014 guys right now are what Kanye, Jay-Z, Nas were in that era. They're the elders, though the elder statesmen that kind of build that younger crop up. That's their job to do that. Yeah. Because when you look at like, all right. You got the rising scene in the West right now that's coming back. That's coming back right now with, with you know what I'm saying, Mozzie, G Perico, um, motherfucking my nigga La Russell, um, so much and so forth out there. And then you got what's going on in Detroit. Then you got the continuance of what's happening in Chicago. They, they're building up more to a superstar aspect than when they were from the underground aspect. Um, you got the new, you know what I'm saying, drill scene in New York City, like, it's a lot of bubbling things happening right now in hip hop. The that, underground. Yeah. Hitting, it's right. And a lot of things are hitting its mainstream now where I think it's so much variety now that who's to say that you can't look at this as that one. That look was the thing one. back then though, Ari. The thing back then was we didn't have variety back then. Oh, we yeah. had everything. We, nah, it was mostly blog. The blog rap Nah, we can't call it blog, but that was the problem. We were, we were, that was the thing they wanted to call it. But when you got guys like what Kendrick's doing and what TDE was doing on one side and then what Cole was doing, and then you had what, you know what I'm saying, fucking um, Joey Badass was doing. Then you had the whole Our Future aspect. Hey, and then you had the energies of um, the uh, ASAP crew. And there's just so many, it was so many different things going on at one time, bro. It felt like Wu-Tang was over here. And fucking like you could say ASAP was Wu Tang, and then Odd Future could be like, and then you have with Drake, like you know, it was it was yeah. so many different things going on. We can't put them just because there was getting put on blogs mainly, like instead of magazines that we wanted to call it. Like I don't want, I hated that term. I only call it that term because that's how everybody remember it. But I hate the actual nuance because they wanted to like it was it was like calling them backpack rappers. Well, it's a little less insulting. Well, no reason why they felt less assaulted by it because they were moving like rappers with with deals. But would you rather, if you were part of this genre of rap, would you rather be called a backpack rapper or a blog rapper? What I mean, at the world? end of the day, they'd rather be called neither. Like, if you remember from the um, Drink Champs podcast where Most Def was kind of like breaking down why that shit, he didn't really, you know what I'm saying, take that term not saying he didn't take it lightly, but he didn't attach it to himself, even though people were. You know what I'm saying? He just looked at himself as an MC. You know what I'm saying? Like just cut. But they broke down the history of it and shit like that. But a lot of that shit comes from not. It doesn't come from the raps. It comes from other entities that's watching that energy of. You know what I'm saying? Artists and such. And those. You know what I'm saying? The 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 underground MCs or you know what I'm saying? Mostly underground MCs. Any era they wanted to kind of label them, you know what I'm saying? I think at that era though, like 2010 to 14, the underground MC couldn't really eat 
as much as he could eat now. That's depending if they knew how to tour. But now they can like that's where I feel like the, the touring aspect became bigger for independent artists where there's like, I can eat by getting my music out here, getting my fan base up and touring by just getting a solid fan base. But what about the merch now? They got the merch. The merch aspect is important. Bro, all of that, bro. Where do you think they, that's why they are able to eat because they're doing all of that. They were able to have a great team that was able to do that all on their own. Like, I remember I used to watch them Wiz day-to-day shits, bro. Like, you see how the motherfuckers Yo. was moving state to state? I used to watch those too. You remember Man, those was throwback, moving, bro. Will used to be like moving, like you know what I'm saying. Like, but neither here nor there, bro. Like, it was a, such a great era that it's it set the tone of how to move as an independent artist for a lot of these artists of today. You know what I'm saying? Do these guys have kids right now? You think? Who? Like what I mean when I well, you know what I mean when I ask. Oh, you like do they have kids? Like, do they have like part of their like their tree and shit like that? I mean, yeah. Yeah, because you can see a lot of, like, yo, I was a fan of Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? I grew up listening to him. I listened, grew up listening J.I.D.'s to one. I grew up listening to Thug. I grew up listening to Keith. I grew up listening to such and such and such and such from those eras and such. Ooh, I forgot to put him in there. Well, he's more 2016, but. We don't really talk about Chief Keith. No, uh, finally, Rich came out in oh, he came out 2014. Now he got. Super popping in 2016. Yo, Chief Keith, like when that don't like shit came out, like he was out of here. Like he was, he is the godfather of this drill shit you hear right now. I honestly say, to be honest, I always say it's Waka, but that's another story. Waka and that's a good versus. I'm going Waka. That's a good versus. You give me an idea. I'll go on Walker. And I'm not even a super Walker fan. I just know Walker had them joints out there during that time. Walker, Walker. Um, speaking of Walker, because his album is one of those, one of these albums. Um, top 10 albums that change the sound of hip hop. Want to get into that? Yeah, man. Let me see if I can find my list. I might I uh, added a couple things and deleted a couple yeah, things. Just the concept, we were having a conversation about it. Um, I forgot what I was listening to, but it just made me think about like what are some of the albums that you felt changed the sound of hip hop? We're talking the sound, you know what I'm saying? The way, you know what I'm saying, it went from you know what I'm saying, like how gangster rap, you know what I'm saying, took over shit, or like how uh like with the drill sound now or you know what I'm saying? The the or the Chicago drill era or the trap era, like you know what I'm saying, whatever nature, you know what I'm saying? Like what albums you felt changed the sound of hip hop, or even if it was not like that, like yeah, 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 the sound. Yeah, I'll I'll keep it with that. Um so uh let me see did we drop it in the regular chat or or our chat? No, we did it in the um the regular chat. Okay, I can be able to find it. Um I I had to do some work on my list because I had to look back on my list and be like, wait a minute. A lot of these, I can mix match a lot of these. Okay. I had to throw um Flocka, Flockavelli on there. Because like you just touched on. That sound, that Waka Flocka, that Oles do it, that that, that it introduced something. It was like Nuck If You Buck. It's like hearing Nuck If You Buck again. Or hearing Head Busser again. Like 
he took that sound and put his own spin on it. Like mm-hmm. he gave it a little waka sauce pause. Um, and it it kind of spawned in a way the drill sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, go into your list then, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna continue your reasonings and such, you know what I'm saying? I'm um, not mine, they're not in order. I'm not, I'm pussy. Uh, the chronic, the chronic, obviously, the chronic and doggy style, you can do either or here. Um, the G Funk sound, obviously, they introduced that into rap. Um, you hear that sound now as recent, I think, to Pimp a Butterfly was a whole damn funk album. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can hear the influence from that. Uh, speaking of Kendrick, Good Kid, Mad City. Can you explain that one? It was one of the first albums I feel like at that time. I'm talking about only at that time when I heard it. That when you played it over, it sounded like a movie. Not a lot of albums at that time were doing that. So where do you rank? Where do you rank? Uh, well, where do you put Cuban links at the time? Mm-hmm. At the time, bro, okay. 2012, you didn't hear storytelling movie like rap, you didn't. It was people doing it, but you wasn't hearing it on the mainstream level like that. You, you really weren't, and now you hear that often. TDE, not not TDE, uh, Dreamville. He, J, JID just dropped an album last week where that's what he's doing. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean with Good Kid, Mad City. Go ahead, continue. DS2. Future. DS2. Trap went mainstream. Again. But it didn't sound like what Jeezy gave us. It didn't sound like what T.I. gave us. It was a different kind of trap music that kind of spawned. It gave us, you know, uh, What a Time to Be Alive, that sound. It gave us Trap Drake. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to make... It was around that time where you couldn't go anywhere and you couldn't not hear a trap song playing. French went completely trap around this time, too. You don't forget that he was literally signed with Brick Squad. French was not Brick Squad. Well, he was managed by Brick Squad. No, no, he wasn't. His Debbie was the manager of Brick Squad. French was never Brick Squad. Bro, he was literally managed by the manager of Brick Squad. He literally has a whole mixtape with Waka Flocka on nothing but trap beats. But continue though. That's all Waka. That's not him. So French is not on there. French is not rapping. It's one of those things where Waka pulled French into his world. Waka wasn't French wasn't doing it dolo to joint mixtape, bro. Chopper Chopper Down is a French record. True, true. I had to give you that one. I was like, what? Mac and, Cheese, Mac and Cheese 4 was all trap. What you're saying. Mac and Cheese 4 was a trap album. though. Everything yeah. after that, he was just reaching for, for that trap. Future made trap mainstream with DS2 is what I'm trying to say. Okay. He did it again because Jeezy did it before him. T.I. did it before Jeezy. 
that's what I that's what I feel like. Really changing or just continuing? Revamping. Because DS2 don't sound like TM101. Okay. Uh, 808s and Heartbreak. That's a, that's that's definitely... You ain't got no problem with that one. You don't, you don't argue that one. That's Bet you better, fucking don't. That's, a, that's a better than history. Bet you fucking don't. Um, I, what, what can I say about this album that we haven't said on here already? Like, yeah, that's... That's uh, that's that's already self-explanatory. It's beating a dead horse at that point. Yeah. Uh, the Carter Three. The Carter Three only because it did so well. It did so well. You kind of had to like you had niggas try to like like match that in a way. Like it, it, it was the Carter Three was the bar for a little bit. Okay. Um, enter the 36 chambers. Yeah. Heavy sampling, muddy sounding, a sound mm -hmm. that Harry Fraud uses now. Well, not that not muddy like that. Because he don't chop like he don't chop nothing like RZA. But it's like that. It, it sounds for lack of a better term, it sounds dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, college dropout. Very true. College Very. dropout, heavy soul samples. Um, coming from someone who we didn't really, you know, not we, but he wasn't really looked at as a rapper. And watching his documentary, you kind of saw that too. People didn't really take him seriously as a rapper. Mm -hmm. So I think he not only it changed, it didn't change the sound of hip hop because he was mixing the sounds of like. Street hip hop and 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 that neo soul hip hop, but also imagery, his or imagery backpack backpack rap or whatever. Mm -hmm. The imagery changed the genre in a bit because also with graduation, which is next on my list, he knocked off fifty. It it was a, a statement of street rap was running the charts for a while. Here comes Kanye with this like futuristic kind of techno rap. His image and what he looks like at the time. It was more so, but he was he was really pushing stadium, like stadium music for hip hop. Like this whole time. Well, not nah, with that album, he was. Yeah, no. I was gonna say this whole time, but then I thought about it and I was like, nah. Yeah, I keep losing my list. Um, where am I at? I'm yeah, I think that's it. Unless I'm tripping. That's all I got. All right, well, mine's is um, I started with Paid in Full. The reason why I started with that one is if you think about where hip hop was in the 80s, and yeah, you could still, other people could say, um, you know what I'm saying, run DMC, but I think that was more so the look, like the, the, the style and such like that. But with Paid in Full, it was that, and it was the production, and it was the rhymes. Like, if you think of songs like obviously your Sugar Hill Gang and what, you know what I'm saying, they were doing and shit like that, Cold Chris Brothers. It was, you know what I'm saying, upbeat, you know what I'm saying, still kind of that party-ish type joints you could play in the park type shit, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like once Eric B and Rakim came around, it became a little bit more street-esque, you know what I'm saying? More smooth, more, you know what I'm saying, stuff that you want to play on a block type records where Run DMC gave you the look, 
what I'm saying? And their time, run like Eric B and Rakim came that with the sound also. You know what I'm saying? Where Run DMC's joint was hard knocking, their joint was just smooth and you know what I'm saying? He had That's them the look too playing the whip and such like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he they made music for you know what I'm saying, the hood. You know what I'm saying? Eric B and Rakim, like their look, their swagger, like the, the it was a different. I don't want to say they didn't make for Mickey for the hood. All music was for the hood, but it's like this was just for a specific type of niggas. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like even like they look like they looked like what you know what I mean. The Supreme they looked like the dope boys that you would see on the block. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. The music gave the same way. Like when you listen to like. The beat of microphone is the like who's going off shit like that? my melody. You know what I'm saying? Like who's going off shit during this time like that and and getting off? You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be upbeat, hard. Ah, like that was the '80s, kind of like wrestling. How are they, how are they doing? Ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, but it's kind of like, like when 80s, like, you know, what I'm saying how 80s wrestlers were, it was always aggressive. Rapping like Duke the hard, the hard, yeah, bro. So, I think Paid in Full was a definitely a monumental joint that changed that sound to give it a more like it changed the sound of street rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, from what you heard from I'm Bad, like, if the street niggas wanted to play that too, now we want to we want to hear that shit that sounds like Rock Kim and Eric, Eric B, shit. you know what I'm saying? Starting off strong started, with Paid in Full, yeah, it started switching to, towards that era. Um, I keep losing my fucking list. I mean, I'm about to screenshot this shit. <laughs> I'm about to keep. I'm about to keep typing this. Now nah, your list started off strong with that one. I got um, you. Next, we got uh, Thirty Six Chambers. We already explained that. You know, what I'm saying gritty beats and such like that. It was like, wow, how can this shit even be pop? How can I even move when it doesn't even sound finished? And mm-hmm. with things like that, you hear people getting. Influence, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying. The guys like the Dillas, the Mad Libs, the you know what I'm saying, the the Kanye's, where you can use these random alchemists, very alchemists, these very random obscure, you know what I'm saying, samples, and just cut them up in these crazy ways and such like that, and put them on beat. You know what I'm saying? Um, and plus, he got busy on an NPC, also. You know what I'm saying? We saw it in the show. Right, like that was like this. Like I said, the world of sampling got crazy with him. Um, Tribe Called Quest, Low in Theory. Um, when you talk about the introduction of wait, go ahead. Tribe Called Quest, Low in Theory. Yeah, not Midnight Marauders. Nope. Oh, I gotta hear this. I started with Low in Theory first because that's the one that introduced that vibe of tribe. I mean, not the of jazz hot like jazz hip hop, like which was what a lot of people would call is. Uh, fusion jazz and such like that, which is a little bit of mixture of like rap, like jazz, a little bit of funk, stuff like that, a little all those different type of grooves. So, I mean, just go to the album. Fuck, fuck, I lost it again. Fuck me. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> uh, when you just like I said, looking at records like Butter, when Bugging Out started, doom, 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 doom. The doom, doom, like just little jazz stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Butter, you know what I'm saying? Vibes and stuff. Check the rhyme. You know what I'm saying? Jazz, like we got the jazz. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was I love we got the jazz, dog. Right. And this was just introducing another, another area of, you know what I'm saying, music into, you know what I'm saying, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Just let's, let's add the jazz aspect into the shit. You know what I'm saying? And really get off with the shit. 
You know I would have thought you would have picked Midnight Marauders. Only did that because I'm talking about the sound. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, with this, this was the first one to start really do that. This is 91. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like I said, this is risky. Like this stuff they're doing is risky. You know what I'm saying? And it got off and it influenced a lot of you know what I'm saying a lot of the list music we love today. Diggable planets were influenced by Tribe Called Quest. Like let's keep it tall. Like the way the shit that like we hear on like low end theory, we don't get. I feel like we don't get Derringer if we get we don't get low end theory. We don't get Harry Frauders like a lot of the where to give you these smooth type of chill beats and such like that. Like fucking lo-fi. Come on, bro. Like you having Harry Fraud. On a butter beat, like chopping up the butter beat. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, even though I credit like Nuja Bees for lo-fi, but like this is in that same realm, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, neither here nor there. Uh, back to the joint, though. I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta keep fucking looking it up like a dickhead because I forgot to fucking screenshot it again. Um, it's a nice list, though. I'm it's a nice. You you two for two right now. Um. Let me screenshot it. So we go screenshot it, y'all. They just shouted out Pat Stay on Monday Night Raw. That's fire as fuck. One of the wrestlers did a move, and the announcer goes, "Like my man Pat Stay says, look at you go." That's love. Shout out Corey Graves for that one. Um, next man, I got Chronic, Ooh, I got chronic slash Doggy Style. The introduction of G Funk. They said definitely was a you know what I'm saying catalyst to a lot of the music I love in the West Coast mute in the West Coast era. But um like I said, just incorporating funk into a lot of the music that like their parents were listening to and such like that, and incorporating those those records into the beats that they want to make and such like that was fucking amazing. The classes we got off of that, such like that. Like you said, with Tempo Butterfly, great, you know what I'm saying? Great example for sure, for sure. Nothing controversial yet. Um Next, I got Equimini, um from Outcast. Uh, the same way I felt about um, with Tribe and Low End Theory, I felt that's what they did in the South. But on top of that, kind of adding them whole Afrofuturism aspect to it with their judge, like kind of like the trippy. Not AT aliens. I felt that Equimini was the stronger one. Mm, you gonna open up another debate? I mean, I feel like that one was the stronger one was because. I feel they had a little bit more confidence going into that one, like coming off of AT Aliens, that the sound was just so fucking like amazing, bro. That is definitely like, okay, now we are like super comfortable doing this. Now, I mean, I mean, if you want to say AT Aliens, I'm not mad at that at all. I'm honestly not mad at that. But Equimini was the one for me, bro. Oh, it had elevators. I know, but bro, you're talking about hold on, be strong. Like having intros like that, you know what I'm saying, or songs like Liberation and Skew It on a B Bar. Like it was just such a different. That's sound. the one that had Return of the G, right? Yeah, like it was just so many different sounds on this joint. Where it was just like, you don't even have to do your quintessential boom boom. Ch. No, bro, we off that like totally. <laughs> We're off that. We're on some whole other stuff now, bro. And I think that once again influences a lot of like you know what I'm saying people to be more free in the type of creativity that they have in their music and such like that. I think definitely the out you know the guys of Outcast were definitely at the forefront of that for sure, for sure. Shout out to them, shout out to the Dungeon family. Um what else I got on my joint, man? Uh when the smoke clears, three six mafia. Um, I think that music right there from the Memphis sound 
I mean, I could pick so many different, you know what I'm saying, tapes, but that tape right there, that I feel like the one, that was, one. Yeah, that one for that to be the album that came out for um, Memphis in 2000, it encapsulated that sound to a T, to a lot of the way you see a lot of the music we hear coming from the South in a trap world or what we see from um, drill rap and such and, the, and that that fast flow, Migos, such and so forth. That starts there in Memphis, coming off of those flows. Like actually, to this day, like that, those kind of like dark, you know, what I'm saying samples that they would make. Like dun, dun, dun. It, it's it's interesting. I can't really like. It's kind of like sounds like retro game type shit, but like, like the old Sonic, like the old Sonic sample. Yeah, but it's this one beat that I've been hearing that a lot of people be playing on TikTok, but. It comes from the sound of like the Memphis, you know what I'm saying, music that they be doing their dances off of and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that sound there, like influenced so many different sounds that we hear to this day. You hear even Gucci Man says he used that's all he was listening to back in the day that influenced his sound. You know what I'm saying? And I lead that to say one of my next joints is the state versus Radrick Davis. Cause that has some of the reason why I say that, hold me, hold on. That had records like, you know what I'm saying, like you know, wasted um lemonade like a lot of the like the biggest trap record like you say if you feel what's the joint you say you felt uh ds2 yeah think that's the one that's the records that you can actually see a trap artist come from that era and get these big records off where you get the, the, the can't even be mad at that because you just i can't even be mad at that now yeah you know what i'm saying i feel like those which it showed that the trap sound of the south of today can actually be marketed on a main stage, you know what I'm saying? And the beats were amazing. Wasted, that beat is glorious. No, you you right. Lemonade, glorious. You Lemonade, know Stupid Wild. Like, my on there? Heavy, like heavy. Cushions my cologne. No, I cushion my cologne. I'm in love. Like I'm in love. Come on, bro. Like it's some crazy joints. It cushions my cologne. Yeah. Like, that was on the first one, not the second one, I believe. Shirt off, photo shoot. He put joints from the mixtapes on here. And here you go, the world. Get to see it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a big one that I think needs to get a little bit more appreciated. Like, obviously, and the reason why I say it is because obviously you got so many joints of the mixtapes or the other, you can say the mixtape, but the reason why I say it is the album because that's the one the whole world is able to be able to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got to hear Wasted. You know what I'm saying? When that album came out. Not just select few who got to get the mixtape on the side or in the, in the stores. You know what I'm saying? Um, Wasted was my shit, dog. I'm a dog. Oh, my God. Bricks, like... Channing Crowder's favorite song. I'm a dog. He a dog. Um, we already talked about graduation. I said stadium music, taking hip-hop to, like, sound like, like how stadium rock can be. Like, let's make our our, our, our rap sound like that. Stadium status. You feel that? Come on, bro. Like, like I, I love hearing this album, you know what I'm saying, like live and you think of songs like Stronger, Champion, you know what I'm saying, Good Life, like fucking flashing lights, like oh my god, like it's so many songs time, here that is just he continued to show the soul samples that he could always do, but he was stepping outside the box to show I can go, I can go bigger, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can go way bigger. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him, man. Um I'll go next. And I mean, I had, we talked about Edwards and Heartbreak and I mean, straight out of Compton, too. We just talked about the introduction of that gangster rap that. Bing! 
Like all of that shit that Drake was doing. You know what I'm saying? I fucking love that shit, bro. But that just influenced a whole coast. You know what I'm saying? From music to sound, all of that shit, bro. To this day, you hear that same sound that started from there. You know what I'm saying? Police sirens going off in the background type shit. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit, bro. Like, all of that, I feel like a lot of that shit, you know what I'm saying? NWA was, was one of the ones to be able to help put on the map. But, yo, let us know in the comments what are some albums y'all think changed the sound of hip-hop. Like, this is a definitely a great conversation, man, for sure, for sure, man. Because I know it's going to be some other ones that I feel like we probably missed. Because it was only 10 that we did. So let us know some of y'all. We do 10. Man. Definitely going to have to clip this one up. Um, You want to you wanna talk about uh your mans shooting at everybody? Yeah, man. Yeah, he's going off again, man. Brother Soup put mash in the chat for it, just showing us just like he just been going off on mad people, bro. Like, but I guess he got the time on IG until he gets, you know what I'm saying, taken off. But he's been going at yay, the whole I mean not yay, me going at uh Kim and the whole Kardashian family. That I'm with him on. I agree with him a hundred percent. Only part though is this like, bro, when are you gonna understand like this is what you signed up for, bro? Yeah, you signed up for that when you number one married her, and number two shot the club up not once, not twice, not three times, four times. Right, bro. Like you've been, you've been there for, for life, bro. Like I don't. I, that's the only part. Was like now you want to do all of this, bro? Like he's not wrong for it, though. I get what you're saying, but. He kind of does have a say that those are his kids. I'm not gonna tell anybody how to parent their kid. I'm not. Yeah, but it's it's better ways to go about co-parenting than this, bro. Agreed. Agreed. If we don't like seeing this shit on a local level of Facebook, I don't want to see this shit on a on this super level of, of fucking celebs, bro. I agree hundred percent. Like, like again, it's just too many times this this month we've been seeing. Well, last month we up until this month we've been seeing adults acting like kids, and it's just really, really annoying to see, bro. Like it's like, come on, dog. Like we gotta grow up at some point, bro. And it points up be feeling bad for Kim because like she don't, she ain't trying to do all of this shit. Like we're gonna do at least do it privately. They not trying to do all this shit public, bro. Now the shit that needs to be put up, okay. But then once again, that ain't our business, bro. Put it out to the people that needs to understand that shit. So did y'all can get your situation fixed? What's yeah. his end game here? For us to pretty much try to cancel these people, you know what I'm saying? Side with Yay and you know what I'm saying? Take down these people, you know what I'm saying? So he not selling nothing. I don't care what he's selling if he is or if he isn't. I'm just saying, bro. He only does this type of shit when it's time to shill. Just saying, like it, it, it looked nasty. It looks disgusting. And Kanye. He he's a goat. So mad people. He was going at. He been going at Adidas. But one by like, one too. Adidas situation. Now that's where I'm with. Where they definitely have been like going crazy with his product. And if he's not having no say so in this situation, that's not cool. That's but not already cool. like you just said. You signed up for this. But he had creative control, and we seen that. Had, you signed up for this. The thing is, I think they had a change in. Um, management in adidas and some shit is getting getting kind of shifty over there right now so buy me out buy my contract out i mean how we, hard is it to yeah, say we don't know if it's that easy 
You're Kanye West. They need you more than you need them. Buy me the fuck out. That's the thing. I feel like, and that's the thing. He feeling like they taking his shit and trying to use a lot of his methods on their on their product. So if they did take him away, they could just start. What did they take from him? Like what um, is they have these um Adidas that you know how this foam runners look, right? Mm-hmm. They have these Adidas where you take the insole out, you can take the shoe like the in, inside you of put the, it in the foam runner. Well, you actually can't because the dude I watch, he's actually said you can't actually put your foot in there, but when you take it out, it looks exactly like the foam runner. Oh, but the, that shoe is actually an interesting shoe because you could switch out the different insoles, so you can switch like different colors and shit. So that's actually cool. But neither here nor there. That um, like they're fucking like um, fuck, bro. It's some. This is joints they've been like definitely. I can't think of the exact joints, but that was like one of them off the head. But it's little things he's been saying that they've been fucking with him on the shit. He was feeling like he feel like all these motherfuckers he signed away is fucking with him now. It's now that's the part where I can say like, bro. What the fuck is going on? Like, I mean, if you supposed to have creative control, why are these, why are these motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying, doing all of this shit? But I'm not in a space to really know those type of things. I'm just here to kind of like report what's going on. How's tweeting on this? Where he's I, well, posting on IG about it. But he's talking about mad people, a bunch of white people. I don't know who these white. He, people he's are. flying off the deep end, man. He's flying off the handle. Like no, ain't no way around it. And and the thing is, man, like the only one that looked bad in this shit is him. Fucked up. It's really him. Like you, like he started this shit. I want to say when his drink champs came out, where he was just firing off the hip. And then the whole thing with Kim, and then Pete, and I will say though, the funniest thing he, the funniest shit he put out was. When he was like, yo, somebody asked Pete how my, the tattoos of my kids are doing in the trauma center. Like, that was foul, but I mean, it's funny. Like, that, that's hilarious. I'm just reading some of the joints that Sue sent me, like some of the text joints that he putting out. Like, he's just, he's wilding, man. Like, I don't know what's going on, bro. Mind you, this is somebody that calls himself a self proclaimed uh, Christian. And I quote, sometimes I dress like it's winter when it's hot because my outfit hot. I'm a sweat before you catch me looking regular at the BET Awards. This nigga work at Universal. This nigga that worked at Universal asked me, was I hot? I told this nigga, you work at Universal. LOL. Like, Jesus Christ, bro. Shooting at the new, I guess the new owner, the new head of Adidas. I don't know what's going on, bro. I'm gonna have to look a little bit more into this Adidas situation, but yeah, Kanye is definitely going crazy right now, man. I'm surprised they ain't take that nigga IG. They take that, they take this nigga uh Boosie IG every damn week, but this nigga Kanye start going off crazy like this. We must be telling some truth. I don't know. That nigga Kanye, man, like it it just looked like he's he's promoting. Sorry, it just it looks like he's promoting something. His name has been in the news because of the piles of Yeezy Gap merch 
that they you remember, you remember what they were talking about how um they at the Gap stores they have his clothes in a trash bag and you and it's not ordered I, I guess I don't know like it he's capitalizing off his name being on the news I mean it's Kanye West he's always gonna get some shit to sell he's bro. an entertainer at the end of the day bro these kids are always gonna buy some shit Kanye put out. These kids, you 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 said it. These kids is gonna do that. I mean, that's all for that. But another news: what's going on with this? What's going on with fucking Aries Spares and Tiffany? Boy. Bro, it's looking crazy right it's now. Getting dark for them. Quickly, quickly dark. So apparently they had some video. That they put out with um funnier die. That was That's who it was with. Yeah, I guess it, but Aries got Aries Spears got it on his site too. That's the one I seen it was said it's at like his site on there, but I heard it through funnier die. But, I couldn't um, finish it. Me neither, bro. Sorry, like, my kind of humor. Things that happen, but when I seen certain I was just like, yo, I can't, I'm out of here. Not my kind of humor. Like, and I'm like, where in the world is this funny? Like. And this is supposed to be like a nasty PSA. Y'all gotta relax. This is disgusting. Maybe they could have they could have used that as a defense. It would probably would have helped more than oh, we don't know what we were doing. It was a skit. Like, nah, man. This is gonna look very bad, man, because the black community ain't gonna be able to save y'all. We ain't rocking with this. And Hollywood don't lock ain't rocking with pedophile any type of sense of pedophilia. And you gotta understand. I'm not saying that they are on that, but just to even make that a a joke is not funny. They're not in the best graces with the public even before that because Aries Spears was getting flack for the Lizzo thing. Mm -hmm. And then Tiffany Haddish, you know, niggas don't really fuck with Tiffany Haddish. We don't, I don't think she's funny. A lot of people don't think she's funny. I mean, but people still rock with her though, but she's still moving group in Hollywood pretty well too. But something like this, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, I don't say hopefully, but next thing you know, you're not gonna see parts getting, you know, what I'm saying delayed or yeah. shelved and stuff like that, bro. I wouldn't be mad, bro. I would not. Why would you put yourself in a situation like that? Like, why would you be like that's not cool? Like, why would you organize something like that? Like, what, what, what does that board meeting? And mind you, she was filming. I haven't seen the whole thing. But from what I seen, it was like she just left him with the kid. Yeah, that, that's what I gathered. And he was like the uncle type thing. But he was doing literally majority of the skit for what it looks like from what I seen. Yeah. I only seen like a literally like no more than 60 seconds of the stuff. I don't think I got to 60 seconds. I don't think so. But it's crazy though. Like, why? Man. I'm going to get that much. But burn from it but just being a part of it you got to get you got to take some accountability you kind of have to at, at, at this point bro like i know i know she made a statement today um let me go find that real quick um fucking wild bro like it, come on now
Uh, so her statement says, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with you. Unfortunately, because there is an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. But clearly, while this sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having to act, having agreed to act in it. I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about the situation as soon as I can. Okay. It sounds good. Let's see what happens after this case, man. I mean, apparently Lando, what up? What's good, Lando? Get the fucking bars off for me. Yo, for real. Lando, you, you come on now. You know better than that, dog. You know you're going to get sniped. That was my nigga. You know you're going to get sniped. Come on. But nah, bro. I'm just... It's I'm just nasty out here, dog. Man. But like I said, man, as long as you're taking accountability for the situation, we see what's going to happen in the future, man. We'll see Aries ain't say shit yet. You already know he a nasty nigga. But... I'm just interested to see how Hollywood, you know what I'm saying, moves off this now. Because, like I said, she's a figure out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, man. Um, before we get out of here, you want to talk about uh, the big NBA news of the week? What happened? Donovan Mitchell. To the Cleveland Cavaliers. To the Cleveland Cavaliers. What do we think about that? Bag. You think that's a bad move? Yeah, because, like, what is he going to do there by himself that Kyrie couldn't? I'm mad he didn't come to the fucking to the Knicks, but you know how that go. I mean, who the hell wants to go play in Cleveland? Who the hell? Come to the fucking Knicks? Well, he's not. Like, my nigga, you're from New York. Why is it that these niggas are from New York, but nah, they don't want to play in New York? You can't handle the fucking pressure. Donovan Mitchell went to school in Louisville and then played in Utah. Now he in Cleveland. When you can't handle the bright lights, lights too bright for you? Got you. Heard you. Heard you. Who the hell is on the Cleveland Cavaliers roster right now? Because it's looking... <laughs> This is looking nasty. Could they send my boy Kyle Sexton um over to Utah? Damn. Yeah, they're not gonna. I mean, Utah. Yeah, that little combo they got in Utah a little problematic. Let's see. And that little Rudy Gay, Colin <laughs> Sexton. Utah, Utah really got to restart from the bottom, bro. That's crazy. They got rid of everybody, man. Gobert and um, Mitchell. Hey. And watch how weak. Well, first of all, I don't think the East is not as weak anymore. I think in the last couple of years, the East has now taken over the West as the most competitive conference. I feel like, personally. Hmm. I think the bubble, the bubble might have showed us that because Miami came out of fucking nowhere. And then the next couple years after that showed us that the East is like the West was in the Kobe era when they had the Spurs, the Lakers, the Kings, the Mavericks, the Suns. I think the East now has all of that star power to, to be the conference of the East, the a conference of the NBA, pardon me. 
Yeah, the West, all you got to deal with is Golden State, Memphis, Phoenix is going to be tough still. Yo, damn, bro. The Jazz got wild picks, bro. My dark horse, Zion Williamson, MVP. I'm trying to tell you, niggas. Malik, I know you watching. Dark horse, MVP, Zion Williamson. If he stays in shape and gets on his shit, watch out for him and, and, and the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see, bro. After the Donovan, Donovan Mitchell trade, got Darius Garland, Ricky Rubio, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, Kevin Love. Jared Allen, Robin Lopez. They got a little squad. It's a nice young team. They got a little squad, man. They And the Cavs were, for most of last year, the Cavs were a top five seed. They yeah, only dropped. The Eagles, too. Yeah, their whole squad definitely got it. Yeah. They only dropped because someone got injured, and then they dropped. But I think they're only – Competition will be health, staying healthy. Mitchell has been known to be made out of glass sometimes, but if they can be able to stay healthy, I think they're a top five seed for real, for real this year. All right. I'm interested to see how it works, man. I like, I like I like a nice young team, man. And apparently, Jared, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, he believes in this squad. Let's see where it goes, bro. I mean, this – Looking at the squad, man. I mean, you know, I rock with Jared Allen heavy. Jared Allen, um, Evan Mobley, who who was he? He could have easily. Been, well, was he rookie of the year? I think he was rookie of the year. Um, nice little backcourt. Yeah. Then they got Garland. They got Garland over there with Mitchell. That's a crazy backcourt as is. I love Jared Garland. Yeah. Okoro, who's coming into his own, like. Come on. And their bench, I believe their bench is a little better than their starters. A little yeah, bit. Coming off the bench, Ricky Rubio coming off the bench. Bro. It's okay. They're going to be a nasty team. See how it works. We got um, the start of the NFL. We want to do some early NFL picks. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Early Football NFL. narrative with the narrative guy coming next week. Y'all stay tuned for that. All right. This week coming up, man. I can't wait, bro. I love me some football. Shut up. We don't we don't care, Gino. I know he's going to win. As soon as he listens, he'll be like, oh, football. Shut up. This is the part he's going to be like, fuck football. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll start with the first game, man. We got Bills versus Rams. Thursday uh, Thursday night football, man. Uh, the champs versus the Bills, who got the championship winning catalyst on their team now, Von Miller. They got the MVP on their team. Mm-hmm. What you feel, bro? Who you taking that mat? Who taking that man? Bills, Bills, twenty four, twenty one. You don't think Aaron Donald gonna get a get it? No. Ooh. Bills, twenty four, twenty one. I'm not good at score prediction, but I'm gonna take the Bills. Bills need to start strong because everybody and their mama is picking them doing a Super Bowl. Josh Allen gonna have to get that motherfucking ball though. Fuck out of there. Fucking better. The team that I drafted today, he's on my fantasy team. I'm, I got three teams. He's starter for this team here. 
No, are we gonna start the chat fucking fantasy draft or what? I mean, if y'all want to, y'all need to do the draft quick though, because the season's about to start on Thursday. But um, anyways, um, yeah, I got the Bills. Next, we got Eagles versus the Lions. Going against hard the hard knocks team. <sighs> My Eagles, the new look Eagles. 45-3 Philly. Yeah, Philly better win that shit. Yeah. 45 to 3 Philly. It's gonna be a blowout. You know you're getting the slander from me if these niggas lose to the Lions in week one. All of y'all gonna slander me. Yeah, listen, Eagles are world champions. Bad season for you, bro. We got a high-powered offense this year. I have high hopes. Let's see. Um, Niners versus the Bears. Niners. Yo, the Nick Nick Bosa is gonna have Fields in a torture rack all game. <laughs> I feel bad for, for Fields. Pray for Fields. Pray for him, please. Might hopefully get some Jimmy Garoppolo burn. Is Jimmy coming off the bench or is it Trey Lance coming off the bench? Because they didn't flip flop. Jimmy coming off the bench, or he might. They might flip flop for right now. They never know. But I think I think he might be coming off the bench though. Um, next we got Steelers and Bengals going with I might go with the Bengals. Oh yeah. Joey B. Steelers. First of all, Bengals defense is gonna have Trubisky doing this. Like <laughs> let's forget about the offense for a minute. They're gonna forget have, about TJ Watt though on the other side. You can't stop Jamar, dog. Jamar Chase has the capability of changing speed on a dime. Just like we'll see if Watt, if Watt being that distraction in the fucking um in that in that uh on that line, bro, it's gonna be scary for uh oh what's our boy name? Uh Joey B, Joe Burrow. Joey Burrow, Joey Cool. But um next we got Patriots Dolphins or <laughs> rivalry game. Dolphins 30, Patriots 17. Which one of you niggas is stopping Tyreek Hill? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. All I'm asking. If that nigga Tua can get the ball to him. You act like Mac Jones could throw 50 On the top 100 list? Did Tua make it? I don't think so. Fair. 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 Mac Jones been turning the fuck up. I got the Patriots. Fuck is you talking about? Of course you do. Browns versus Panthers. Rivalry. Baker Mayfield um playing against the revenge game. I like it. They interviewed him and they were like, Oh, I'm, I'm gonna watch this game. He I said he gonna fuck him up. I'm gonna watch this one. If I'm gonna find a chance to watch it, I'm gonna try to like double back. Um, I got Baker. I got Baker. I'm going with the Browns. What score? I'm not good with scores. I just think they still got enough talent on that team to beat the Panthers. I'll give the Browns some credit because their running game is insane. Chubb and Hunt. So I'll say Carolina 17. These niggas maybe 10, 14. They can stop that run. But Baker's not a touchdown nigga. He's not a touchdown nigga. Chubb can get up that line though, help him get some touchdowns. And then he got Derry, he got Derry Sanders in the backfield. Yo, Colts and Texans. Colts. 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 They got Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's a monster. Mm-hmm. 
Same way. Um, Saints and Falcons, rivalry game. First oh, Saints. Week. Saints. Michael Thomas coming back. You got Olave, great rookie. You got Landry up there. Come on. Is quarterback again? Jameis Winston. He's not a bad QB. He's not a bad QB. I feel you. I feel you. I'm going with the Saints also, but it's going to be a – that's not going to feel like them old rivalry games, I feel. Uh, Ravens and Jets. Ravens. Nigga, this going to be a 50-burger. <laughs> They're going to – yo, the Ravens might hang half a hundred on the Jets. Jags versus Commanders. I got the Commanders. I'm going to go with them too. I think that's still a solid squad. Jags ain't been the Jags in a long, long time. Um, another rivalry game, man. Vikings versus Packers. Shit. Who does Aaron Rodgers got to throw to? We'll see. Might be some new stars made. I got Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. I got the Vikings winning in Lambeau Field. I got them winning on the road. Mm. I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, Giants versus Titans. FT2 for the Titans. I got neither. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Why you got smoke with the Giants? Raiders versus Chargers. <laughs> I know why you got smoke with the Giants. Um, now nah, I got the Chargers, man. Chargers got a good they got a good team this year. Their defense, Khalil Mack, JC Jackson from you niggas. Um there and they got uh Magabosa in, in the front too. Yeah, but you still got you got a, a very advanced offense that's been that's going on in on the Raiders now. Derek Kyle stepping up into his um zone. Got a new wide receiver to throw cool. to. And I think I, I think the world will go off, bro. It might be a different story. This is gonna be a shootout though. Watch that one. I'm, I'm gonna have to catch that. It might be the four o'clock game I watch. This might be a 38 to 35 game. This is gonna be a shootout. They're gonna want us to watch um Packers versus Vikings, but I'm definitely gonna watch that. Right it's now. gonna be the West Coast game that's gonna take the, mm-hmm. the show. Um, we got Chiefs and Cardinals. Um, I'm interested in that game. I think that's gonna be a very if if Kyle Murray can really be able to once again, if we can get that ball up that in the fucking air, it's gonna be a good game, bro. This is my upset special. Mm, you got the you got the cards. I got the cards. <laughs> this is my upset. This is too, bro, I'm have to watch this one, bro. Fuck. This is this is the one that might surprise people. Then you got the main event. Big Brady versus the Cowboys. I hope Michael Parsons put that nigga on his fucking ass, dog. Like Michael Parsons. <laughs> Get busy, yo! I listen. I Trevon Diggs in the oh, I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. Brady gonna eat that nigga alive. I got the Cowboys. Because if you know Brady, Brady's a little showboat. He don't want to fuck out here. He gonna want to throw to that side. That's not because I think I still think the Bucks are still a well-oiled team. Because they have Brady. Hmm? It's the same. They lose too many of their core weapons. They're gonna be good. 
They've had the same roster for like four years. The only problem I have is their fucking secondary. That secondary has to fucking get better this year. The Rams torched them niggas last year. Nasty, bro. Torched them niggas. They were getting torched. Yo, Cooper Cup was doing this. (laughs) It was nasty, bro. And then we got the debut of Russell Wilson. Another revenge game. Let's ride. Russell Wilson versus the Seahawks. Russell Wilson and the Broncos. I got the Broncos, nigga. This is going to be another 50 burger. Yeah, bro. I don't know what the fuck the Seahawks look like without Russell Wilson. So I'm going with the Broncos. I just know their quarterback the name is Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> His name ain't Russell Wilson. No, but that, you, come on. Like, I that's just documentary on the Seahawks, bro. Like the rise and fall of the, the, ri- the Yeah, the Legion of Boom. They need okay. the Legion of Boom documentary. Like, for real, bro. Like, this shit is just sad, bro. That's going to be a crazy. They need a 30 for 30 or untold. They need a 30 for 30. They need a 30 for 30 because untold. It's be too short for me sometimes. Have you watched the new one with uh Tim Donaghy? Yeah, bro. I was like, damn, son. Nasty fuck. And I ain't going to lie. Who do you think was lying the most in that shit? <laughs> Batista? Yo, when he was like, yo, I never, I never threatened him. You, you gotta, you know, attract him with honey. But no, I see his man, but even his man's was like, it wasn't crazy. Like he went to the bathroom. But he even said, if it was crazy like that, we would have left. I ain't into no shit like that. Yo, at the end, when he started, you just said it. He threw everybody under the bus. Scott Foster's a piece of shit. I knew he was a piece of shit. I always knew he was up to some shit. I I never liked him. I never liked Scott Foster, bro. CP3 has a case now. Too much, bro. CP3 has a case now. I always thought he was doing way too much as a ref, bro. Like, I really remember him a little bit more than I remember Tim Donnie. I only remember him because of the case. Now, Tim Donnie, Scott Foster, I've only, he's only gained traction in the recent, well, because of CP3. Because you, you've seen the stat where. But I always every, remember Scott Foster. I always remember he always looked like the fucking dude from um Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, the guy on the left. Not the guy with the, with the, with the ginger. Nah, the, the referee. Oh, Mills Lane. Yeah, Mills Lane. Scott Foster, every time he refs a yeah, kind of like granddad from uh from fucking King of the Hill, too. Not Boomhauer, right? Nah, the granddad. You never seen the granddad? Nah, man. I don't really watch King of the Hill like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really watch King of the Hill like he's that. So angry. <laughs> he's like he reminds me of Scott Foster, just short, bald, white, and angry. CP, you're ahead, you're ahead of the players association. Get this nigga fired. So that's what I'm gonna say. My question to you before we close out this shit. When you see how the referees are moving, where they how they can move with certain agendas if they don't like a certain coach or a certain player, or they feel certain things shouldn't happen because of certain players' ego or whatever that nature, and they the way they can influence a game. Do you think that stuff can still be happening to this day in this game? Hell yeah. Even in like what like I feel like that can happen in all sports because I think like big reasons like the fucking call with the Rams and the Saints a couple years ago. It happens more now because now you have the fan duel aspect of it. Mm. Gambling is almost passe now in sports. Like now they do it like drinking a cup of water. 
It's, it's nothing now. So you take that into effect. These referees, who's to say these referees don't got fan duel accounts? Because, I mean, you probably a little bit more active than I was. I don't know. But, like, what was the actual, even though they were denying a lot of the shit, were there any, like, referee changes to anything and policy or anything after this situation? Mm, nothing noteworthy. Just more attentive to the calls. I know the instant replay came into the into play recently. Yeah, bro. That's why I kind of feel like that shit could be a, like a like a up the ladder type thing, where it's like a chain of command type situation where and we'll never know because Stern passed away. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I wouldn't be surprised nonetheless, man. That was just it was a really nice documentary, though. Really yeah, nice. Yeah, Untold been hitting it out the park, dog. Yeah. Like only reason I didn't watch the Manti Tail shit because I literally lived through that shit, so I don't really need to watch it. Yeah, it didn't really hit. Like at least with this referee shit, like, this past time has passed enough. Yeah, this was that was a like oh eight, but the situation was happening since like oh three and shit like that. Mm -hmm. you know? But neither here nor there, man. Um, anything before we get up out of here, bro? Nah, man. I think we are ready for the wave. Or yeah. the waves, not the waves. <laughs> Before we get up out of here, man, yo, definitely, um, you know what I'm saying, go follow the Get Your Bars Off podcast, Get Your Bars Off Network, Facebook group, man. Follow us on all social media. Follow me at Ari Starks. Follow Los at KingCap29 on IG and the underscore marketable one on Twitter. Yes, sir. And follow me on all the Get Your Bars Off podcast stuff, man. You already know, man. Type and get your bars off podcast. You'll find us, bro. And on that note, Los gonna get to the wave, good brother. Got you, man. I'm gonna play some Gibbs. We was just talking about. I'm play some. Ready for that album? Hell yeah! I'm gonna play some off Pinata. Mm, I was just listening to um Pinata too, bro. That's really such a a classic, dog. It's timeless shit, bro. Timeless. Like I be listening to the instrumentals sometimes. This is Broken featuring Scarface. Love this beat. Yo, I fuck with Mal. He's not in a box, bro. I like Faces verse on here, too. I'm not a merciful of beneficent. Curse over blessed prayer be ever said. Forgive me my dirty deeds, but that's for me. Fuck the government, I got my own deficit. Left me the only thing that's definitely money through the world. That's why I like, that's why I'm really interested to see what this new album's gonna sound like. Alright, you already know this this area, the I think with his features though, like what, what he'll have for features will kind of tell you the direction that he's going with. Mm -hmm. My thing is, can you make one of them songs by yourself? That's my, that'll be my, that'll be my challenge. To him. True, because uh, not to bring him up, but Benny got a few of those by himself. Age. The random ass R&B sample in the background. 
I gotta put you on some mad lib, bro. Man. Yeah. Is this his production style? Is it like random sampling like that? Such such good sampling. Come on. Seven days a week I'm living in once again, man, rest in peace of past day. Crazy legends, why they still here, man. Yo, did you know Wu Tang is coming back on Thursday? Yeah, Ty sent me the arm um, joint. Remember everybody Shit. Can't wait for that. Now that she back too, we might have to start doing the um, recap show. Like, we might start with that. And I might start speaking my Game of Thrones right now. Yeah, it was uh, Raising Canaan too. I get to it when I get to it. Oh, man. Bro, so Game of Thrones, man. It's just... I feel you. The Starks are not going to... The Starks will always be there. Next See, start, the they, will be there. They ain't even a focal point of that yet. Not even, not even a glimpse of that yet. The Targaryens will be there. Ah man, this shit getting crazy. They doing like different time jumps and shit, bro. Like it's crazy. Fire for that! Oops, man. Shout out to that, man. Classic tape, man. Pinata. 2014? Yes. It falls in line with what we were just talking about. Great time, man. Freddie's one of those guys of that era, too, that was cooking mm-hmm. food, man. Ooh. But yeah, man, you already know what it is, man. Get your bars off podcast. Go follow us on all those sites. Go follow that group, man. Love is love, man. See you on another one of them. Bang, bang.